Welcome to the Dirty Legion podcast with your host, Martino Ferretti. No, not me. And his little boy toy. Hello. Dick what? <laughs> what yes, very good. Long time very no good. chat with you, good sir. I know. I almost forgot how to record, you see. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's don't been that long. That. Don't say that. Don't even tease that. I, I was trying to I was trying to rewind my my cassette tape and uh, and it wasn't working. I had to stick a pen in the little in the little hole and spin mm. it. Did you light Bring- a votive candle to your new god uh, Steve Jobs? And did he finally uh, say this is how you record on an Apple product? <laughs> Take my black turtle back <clears throat> now. Go. Yes, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. I just got done. Uh, well, not like just, just. I was actually writing an article for my bank. Long story. Um, but uh, I just got done with my budget meeting with my wife for July. Oh, oh boy. Oh, man. Uh, who started this budget meeting? Me. Oh, you're I'm very financially responsible. Yes, and could you please hand your headset and microphone over to your wife and leave the room for five minutes? Because <laughs> I need to commiserate with her. I I feel her pain. That sounds terrible. <laughs> uh, honey, uh, as you pat the couch, honey, can you just come and sit down here? I only need like 25 minutes of your time. Um, no, 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 nothing bad, nothing bad. But uh, hold on while I go get a three months worth of paperwork that we need to go over. <laughs> Thank you, love you. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm very much into my finances in 2021. Mm, mm. And so uh, I have this very look. I'll, listen, people are bored already. I don't give a shit. It's my podcast, okay? That's a lot of people use these like budgeting apps, you know, like YNAB or some of these other ones. Yes, yes. And yes, I've tried them, and, and I don't, I don't like them, Nick. Mm. I don't like them. I tried, uh, what did I try? I tried YNAB. I tried Mint. I tried Personal Capital. I tried a bunch of them. Like they're fine, but they don't tell me anything. You know what I mean? Because uh, categories. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And then sometimes like they just. Don't know like where to put a transaction. How? What is this? Nineteen ninety five? How do you not know? Um, all of a sudden, so, you're uh, like, I spend way too much money on comic books. I don't like this app. Get rid of it. <laughs> 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 I need to put these all under incidental purchases. You dumb smart app. Get out of here. <laughs> That's Heather. Just looks out the window and you throw your phone right out of the window. Oh, it's, it's funny that you say that. I'll get to an example in a second. But anyway, so so uh, so I created a spreadsheet for myself, mm-hmm. a very fancy spreadsheet with many tabs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can and track uh, not that fancy. Oh, okay. But but you know, fancy enough. Yes. Um, yeah. Or I can do like uh, you know what's in each account and uh, what bills are due. I can like budget accounts and my investments and all that stuff. Can I ask you a question um, about these tabs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One that you didn't share with your lovely wife. Do you have a tab that's specifically for the slush fund to buy Boon Knight's first appearance? 
This is this is the Moon Knight tab. You don't need to see this tab. <laughs> so so you know what's funny? What's funny is um we were talking about this in our budgeting meeting. Oh, um God. That's because- so terrible. <laughs> this is Freddy Call me. <laughs> I, I've got uh I've I've got all our bills on auto pay, right? Um and all my accounts are automatically funded. Mm-hmm. Um and uh you know, we were talking about it and she's like, yeah, you know, for, for years, I don't want to do auto pay, like just in case. What? Right. So just in case something happened. Like what? Well, you know, my wife gets anxious sometimes. Okay. So does, so does Julie, the cruise director. Yeah. Like my wife every, is anxious. Like every day is, could be a fatal car accident. Correct. I could, I could walk across the street to get the mail and get hit by a car. Correct. But and you know, been look, in this house for 25 years, neither of those scenarios have ever happened, but they could. You never know. You're right. And I, I don't want to alienate our car audience. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like 15% of our listeners are women. Okay. Sure. I don't want to alienate our 15% of our listeners, right. but, um, we're just talking about thing. nervous nellies. Boys can do well, this, can be the same way. I, I can name just as many buddies just as many boy buddies who are exactly the same way just overly cautious i get it i understand that yeah yes well and i would say and i could be wrong but from my observation i would say generally women worry more about this kind of stuff than guys do right i I mean not all right i don't want to overgeneralize but i would say a large chunk of the female audience cares more about their finances than a large chunk of their male audience, right? And I was, and I've talked about this on the podcast before. For many years, I didn't even know how to sign into my bank account. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all I did is I knew I got paid on certain days, and my wife did everything. Okay, all sure. I did was I made some, I made some money. Right, okay? that's all I knew. But now I got like really into it, and I blame crypto because I'm like, yes, you know, I'm really into crypto. I would blame so, that as well. So, so as a result, I got really into my finances because I want to retire in 15 years. I don't want to wait till 67. Nice. Right. I, I want to retire at 55. Nice. So, so that's my goal. That's driving my budgeting. Anyways, so we're talking about it and like everything's on auto pay, right? And, uh, the, the, the bank that I use and I'll give them a shout out. Uh, not a sponsor. That's fine. I still love them. Uh, they sent me a hat. Have you ever gotten a hat from your bank? A, what kind of hat? A bucket hat? No, like a cap. Oh, okay, like a baseball cap. Well, there's many yeah, different like hats. Cap. Well, that's true. You could have got a fedora. You don't know. Oh, look, if I had gotten a fedora, I would I would gladly have him as a sponsor for free. Oh, but I just okay. got a baseball cap. Okay. Okay. Is it but a trucker you... type cap? No, it's just like a regular like canvas baseball cap. Okay, so it's not like the plastic netting. In the back. No, 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 no. Gotcha, gotcha. So a little step Uh, up from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's just a black cap and it says one on the front. That's all. Uh, I love this bank. You can go to onefanance.com. You can check them out. Uh, I'm writing a blog post for them on how I do my budgeting. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this bank. I love them. Uh, have you ever said, heard anybody say, I love this bank? No, never. No. That's how much I love this bank. Okay. I love it. Because what I do is I uh, I budget into categories, 
And you can create like virtual bank accounts and each one has like virtual credit cards attached to them. Uh, so I just put in like whatever, let's say 50 bucks into my pets account. And that's like where Amazon drafts money for my dog food, right? Or I could put like whatever, 200 bucks in gas. And like when I get gas, my gas app uses that account to pay for gas, right? You know, the last person uh, that said that they love their bank, you know who that was? Uh, Warren Buffett. No, good God, no. Well, he loves owning banks, sure. That's true. No, it it was Henry Potter. Oh, did he know? Yeah, from It's a Wonderful Life. I, I, I believe he was the last person. That's probably that's probably true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he probably never used this bank. Twenty twenty one. That's right. That's right. Um, anyways, so uh, she was always scared of doing these uh, these uh, auto pays, but I got everything on auto pay. Mm-hmm. All everything gets auto paid. Even the look, the utilities are the worst. Like my my water bill, they have an auto pay thing on there, but I could never figure out how to use it. Mm-hmm. So I call them and I'm like, I'm trying to set up auto pay on my bill and I can't. And you know what they told me? Hmm. We turned it on last year and it wasn't working properly, so we turned it off. And so I'm like, well, why is the button still on the website? Right. And she's like, she's like, I know we get calls about this all the time. I said, well, how do I do auto pay? I don't want to sign into a website and pay you, right? I'm trying to simplify my life. You know, Steve Jobs is my idol. Right. And uh, and so they told me that it had to uh, – she emailed me a PDF that it had to print out and fax to them. Oh, Jesus. Like an you can't authorization even, you form. You can't even electronically fill out a PDF and then electronically send that back no, to them? No, 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 no. I had to print out the email and then fax it to them. It's like an authorization form to for them to charge my card. Was this a okay. is your water company from Mayberry? That's what I want to know. Are you living <laughs> in Mayberry? This is insane. It feels like it. Yeah. Uh anyways, the worst. By the way, every single website for utilities garbage. I just want to I just want to light them on fire. I had to go through uh the national healthcare system get logged yeah. get locked up to that because uh, my new company uh, they don't they don't have any benefits. Uh, long story. Um, mm. So I had to go through like the national site, you know, for whatever Obamacare, whatever it is. Sure. And right there, when you pick your plan, they give you the total amount. They give you when it, when it's due, such and such. And I've done this like three times in the last like couple of years. Every time. And I should know this by now. This is like the definition of insanity. But every time, I hope that it does something different. It reacts differently. You go, you fill it out. And let's say you pick Blue Cross Blue Shield. They have umpteen providers. But let's just say you pick them. Right there, while checking out, it says, "Do you, hey, you want to hook your bank account up? Or do you just want a one-time uh, charge on your card? Or do you want to hook up your bank and, and have it roll through every month? Every time, Martin. Yes. <laughs> Link my account. <laughs> Unlike your bank, my bank is, I'm sure, 80% of the people use this stupid bank. So if any bank should be like, yes, we authorize this, it should be them. So I sign up. And I'm, and I'm going to be doing it probably in the next couple of weeks because I have to re-sign up again. I sign yes, let's let's do reoccurring. 
okay. And then I see the total, I see the total amount appear, you know, whatever that day for the one that I just paid for 30 days later, I don't get an email. Don't get anything. What the hell's going mm. on? And then finally the provider reaches out and like, Hey, was that late? And I don't, I'm not one of those people that go in and check. Like that's Julie, the cruise director. She's on top of that shit. Yeah. I just find out, Oh, it's late. Well, I set up reoccurring. Nope. So you can't do it <laughs> through the U.S. government site that says you want to do it. You can't do it that way. You have to go onto your provider page or call your provider, which in, in that example, Blue Cross Blue Shield, you have to call them, wait, wait on on the phone for however long. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we could do that for you. Just give you give us your information and routing number. And then bippity boppity boo, it's through. But mm. don't give me that. Don't give me the opportunity to sign up for direct deposit or whatever it is, direct withdrawal. And you're not going to do that for me. Like I still Terrible. have to call 30, 30 days later. I still have to goddamn jump on the phone and be like, hey, can we set that up? Hey, how much do I owe? Is there? And there's never a late fee or anything. They just want their money. Yeah, but yeah, still, yeah. it's just like, oh my god. And I'm, I'm telling you, Martin, I did it four times, so I feel your pain. And I mean, both of us have worked on websites and the back ends of websites. It's like, don't offer, you know how easy it is to hide a button or when you send out like a water bill, don't say at the bottom, Hey, you want to do direct withdrawal? You want to hook up, hook it up here, go to this website. Mm, mm. It's like, don't say that, like <laughs> remove that information from your yeah, entire just take website, it out. dummies. Just take it out. Not that hard. Anyways, the worst, the worst, Mm -hmm. every single utility company has the worst website. Um, and how old was that website that you went on? Oh, it's new. It's like two years old. Does it look like it's 10 years old or does it look like, Oh, all right. You know, I mean, it's, 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 it's very basic. Sure. Sure. But I mean, I don't need it to be fancy pants. You know what I mean? I don't need like banners flying at me. Hey, welcome to water company. You know what I mean? Like I just need to pay my goddamn bill. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, all I, all I want is a goddamn auto pay button. Yeah. That's all I want. I love That's that. I oh, it was broken last year. Uh, so we, we just don't do that now. Mm-hmm. Like you've had a year to fix that. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Listen, I know. Okay, I know. And and you might say like it's a small utility company, right? Cuz it's like powder uh, I'm gonna, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to name call them. It's Powdersville yeah. Water, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's probably like 10,000 people in Powdersville, sure. right? But like when you when you sign into your account, it takes you to like municipalonlinepayments.com. So this is like a nationwide website yeah, that like, owned by tons somebody. of water companies are using or they're owned by somebody. Yeah. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. So, uh, so, anyways, that bugged me. But, anyways, but still, you know, I, why, I did it. You know Look, how I did it. I faxed bug, it. You know how that wouldn't bug you? Because huh. if you never knew that that was an option. Well, true. You know what I'm saying? Like, you call if, even if you called them up and like, hey, is there any way I can auto pay? All they'd have to say is, no, I'm sorry, sir, not yet. But we're looking into it, and then you'll be like, all right, down the road, I'll be able to do that. But to see the True. option to auto pay and not and be be told it's broke, it's like, oh, mm. that's bad customer service. But listen, I talk to people all day long. I don't want to call anybody. Ditto. You know what I mean? I, yep. I just want to go on a website. Yep. I don't want to talk to people. 
Mm-hmm. I talk to people all day. Dude, it's like when I worked at a store, like work retail. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go shopping. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in a store all day. Why would I want to go back to a store to shop? <laughs> right? You see what I mean? So I talk to people all day. I don't want to talk to people to pay my bill. Right. Just give me some dummy computer. Uh, anyways. So, so, uh, so all that's an auto back pay. And when, when will the auto pay kick in? Oh, no. It's, it's, it's already kicked in. Okay, that's good. This happened months ago. Oh, good. Um, okay. but I, but I, but I was, ta- I was thinking about it. I don't even want to do auto pay. Cause here's the thing. Um, like all, all my transfers are all like scheduled, like automated. Mm-hmm. Right. So like I get paid on the 15th and the last day of the month. Right. My mm-hmm. wife gets paid on the first and the 15th. Mm-hmm. So, so what I have set up all, all these scheduled jobs, all these transfers is they go from this account where we hold our money and it spreads whatever I budget into each account automatically on the last day of the month. Uh-huh. Okay. So I don't think about it, right? It's all automatic. All I got to do is go to work and make sure I got paid. Sure. Right? That's it. Um, but then everything's on auto pay. But see what I don't like is I want everything since I already have all the money for all my bills for the month in this account in these accounts, uh-huh. I just want to like everything to just be paid on the first of the month. Mm. I know first first world problems first world problems. But if the money's already there, I just want to pay it. So I was like, maybe I should just take everything off auto pay and just pay it manually on the first. But see, then I can't do that because things like you know, like subscription services like Netflix and stuff like that, you can't just like pay your bill, right? They just like they draft you on your anniversary date, right? So like, if I signed up for something on the 29th of the month. It doesn't get paid until the 29th of the month. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't want to do that. I just want to know everything's already paid for the month. Like, even though it already is, because the money's in there, right? Right. I yeah. Know. Like I said, first world problems. Um, but, but one thing that came up in the thing with this auto pay situation, mm-hmm. uh, was that before she would worry, like, what if something happens and we don't have the money to pay X? Right. Right. And now we always have the money to pay X and she doesn't need to worry about it, right? Because it's all automated. Mm-hmm. And so we have all this like extra money that just goes to savings. Sure. Uh, that you can just do like whatever you want with it. So guess what's going to happen? I'm going to buy a goddamn werewolf number 32 and kiss my ass. Haha. How about that? Oh boy. You just set back your early retirement a couple months. <laughs> Jesus. But, uh, but yes, like I said, very financially responsible. I set aside 20% of my income for savings. So does your financial advisor, do they think it's doable to hit 55? What financial advisor? I don't have one. Oh, all right. Just curious. I'm my financial advisor. Is it feasible? Look, I, I, I made a net worth chart. It's very mm-hmm. feasible. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I, uh, I cut down. Well, you know, I quit smoking too. So that saves me like 200 bucks a month. True. 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 You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and I haven't drank in years. So that helps. Uh, so we'll see if I, uh, if we're still doing this podcast in 15 years, then, uh, I'll, I'll tell you when I retire. Oh, I'll be so jealous. <laughs> I'll applaud you. I mean, I'll power yeah. to you. Yeah, that'd be, mm. that's great. That you live in the dream. I told my wife that, and she laughed. What? Like laughed? She, like it's not doable? 
Yeah, because I want to retire. Because she thought like retiring means like I just want to go fishing every day. Well, I'm like, I'm not going to do that. You know what I mean? Like for me, so what I want to do is not have to work a full-time job, right? I can work like a part-time job just to like have some extra spending cash. Sure. Walking Um, around But it's just like, it's just like, yeah, play money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't touch, so like, touch the nesting. Yeah. So I'm still going to work, but like part time with no responsibility. Right. You know, if, uh, if I don't feel like working there anymore, then I'll just be like, eh, I'm kind of done with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that, that is what I want. So she doesn't see that being feasible. Well, and the thing is, she's like, well, what are you going to do? Cause she knows how I am. Nick, I can't, I can't even take a vacation, Nick. Yes, I know. You know what I mean? Because I hate vacations because then I'm home and doing nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't like that. So she's like, Can't you're going to spend the last 30 like years of your life doing nothing? And read the stuff that you've never read before? Couldn't you just do that? I mean, by that point, I have so many comics unread that, you know, it'll take me 30 years to read them. That's what I'm saying. Can't that be your time? <laughs> I would say that's living I, your best life. I got news for I you. I mean, you might be right. You might be right. I don't know. I don't know. But but you know, I if, I, if I, I get up and I'm like, uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go hiking today. I'll go hiking. If I want to go fishing, I'll go fishing. If I want to go you know, travel somewhere, I'll go travel. Yeah, why like, do you need to that, have a set agenda? I don't get that. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's exactly. overplayed. Like all these people overplayed. that like, I got to plan out all this stuff. I, I have so much stuff to do. It's like. Can't you just shift it into low gear just for a little bit? Jesus. Listen, it's 2021. Let the computers do it for you. Okay. Welcome to Wally World. Okay. You know, Mm -hmm. that went very well in that movie, Wally World. Mm -hmm. Did you ever watch that? Great movie. Everyone should watch Wally. I watched, uh, what was it? Film Theory, I think it is. Uh, Oh, no. Was it Film Theory? Wisecrack. That's what it was. Wisecrack did. like the dystopia of Wally, fantastic video. Hmm. Like on the philosophy of Wally. <laughs> Interesting. It's so good. You gotta watch it. Um, this guy was like a philosophy major in college. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, obviously you can get all kinds of jobs with a philosophy major. Uh, so he started a YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, just like, like an English major. <laughs> yeah, touche. Um, no, that's not true. You can do anything you want with an English major. Sure. Uh, sure, sure. <laughs> it, listen, the English major prepares you for life. That's what I keep telling myself, but don't know how much I'm using it on a day-to-day basis other than re- other than let me go back, other than reading my comic books. I was going to say, you speak English and you read comics. Sure. That's sure. very good use of an English degree. So that means anyone walking around on this planet is doing the same thing as an English major. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I mean, you know, like right now, I'm basically like, uh, like basically an accountant slash manager. Uh, so you know, my English degree went to good use. Yes, yes, yes. Because we all know the amount of accounting we do uh, as English majors. Oh yeah. Yeah. Use the only accounting time. we do is uh, accounting them pages on those novels you read. <laughs> Using subtraction to see how many more pages. <laughs> That's about it. Oh man, so uh, so yeah, so that was great. It was great. It was fun. We had a fun budgeting meeting. Oh, I'm sure uh, she loved it, it. It was her fault because uh, 
because she she shared a list with me on on home improvements she wants to do around the house. Uh oh. And so uh, I said, "That's great," but uh, this comes first. Mm. So then uh, then I had a man. Let me t- the the little manager in me came out. See, I don't. You know, I keep my work life and my home life separate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, when I'm at work, I manage a lot of people. And so I have to be a certain way. When I'm at home, I just like to chillax, right? It's like, uh, it's like I said before, if you work at a store, you don't want to go shopping. You were at the store all day. Sure. Uh, you know, when I'm at work, I'm managing people all day. When I come home, I don't want to manage nothing. Right. So, uh, but I had to put on my manager cap. Yes, your bank your bank manager cap. Yeah, I had to put up my my bank manager cap, and so uh, we went through the list, and uh, and I started prioritizing. And she had no idea what I was talking about because I looked at it and I was like, oh yeah, you know, P one, P two, P three. She's like, what's that? I'm like, you don't know about P one? She's like, I hear that on the radio all the time because uh, one of the local stations is uh, ninety three three The Planet, and so they call all their like loyal listeners P ones. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, P1, like priority one. And she's like, oh, that's why they say P1 on the radio. I'm like, I guess. I don't <laughs> listen to the radio. <laughs> What's the radio? <laughs> uh, but she's gonna, I, my wife listens. Oh, I know. There's plenty of people that listen. I just listen to podcasts. Did you, you walk know, her I, down line by line? And then did you say, honey, what's this Wendy's drive through line? <laughs> can, can we knock? Can we knock that down by thirty five percent? That's all I'm asking. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Because uh, so the way that I've got it budgeted is we basically contribute equal amounts because we make roughly the same. Sure, uh, but we use her health insurance. Mm. So, so I subtract. Uh, so the way that I do it is I add up all the bills right for the month. I divide it by two because there's two of us, and then I subtract the amount of the insurance. Um, so I don't know what it, it's like 500 bucks a month for insur- health insurance. Mm-hmm. So I subtract 250 from her contribution. I add 250 to mine. And so that makes up the difference. So we're contributing evenly to all the bills. Um, and so as a result, like the money left over is roughly the same for each one of us. Gotcha. Um, and so, so everything you know, goes into a, a communal pot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so this bank doesn't have uh, shared accounts. Um, like a joint account, excuse me, but you can do shared accounts, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so like any, any sub account you create, you can share with anybody, which is, it's awesome if you have like a bunch of adults in a house, for example, um, cause like they can see these shared accounts, but like they can't see like your checking or saving account, right? But they can see all these other like sub accounts. Sure. Um, yeah, so I, you know, can see all I those. know quite a few people that don't do joint or shared accounts. It's like, yeah, this is your money. This is my money. I will pay this handful of bills. You pay that handful of bills. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. So, so the, the whole time we've been married, we've always had a joint account with a mm-hmm. with a big national bank. Sure. Um, and we still have that account. That's what she's using. Um, because she feels like somehow she has to switch accounts or something. Uh, I mean, not really. Uh, matter of fact, she told me like they went to Target this week. Uh, she like got some groceries at Target. And then she bought like a pair of sandals and a pair of shorts and, and paid it all like on the groceries account. Mm-hmm. And, she, and so she told me about it and I was like, babe, it's for groceries. She's like, well, I don't, I don't want to do two transactions. You know what I mean? Like one for the groceries and one for the other stuff. And I was like, yeah, well, not that big a deal. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but, uh, but like that kind of thing. It would be a big deal if you guys had separate accounts. 
and you were the one that that paid for the target bills at the end of the month. Oh well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah that's true. Um, but no, I don't care. Like, and it ends up balancing out, right? So, like, yeah. uh, like right now, I pay for the the my Apple Card statement because um, it's roughly the balance that we pay the the grass guy to cut our grass every month. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she pays that because he only takes checks. And I'm not writing a fucking check. What is this? 1994? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, who, who writes checks? Wait, Are, do you want me to put a stamp on an envelope and mail that check to you as well? <laughs> I mean, dude, my, my grass guy's oh, like 25. Why does he have checks? That's right. Stamps.com. Uh, Use the promo code Nerdy Legion, uh, and your first transaction is free, as well as a free uh, weight scale to mm. weigh out your uh, outgoing packages and mail. Mm. slash yes. Nerdy Legion. Yes. Uh, breaking news. One is now sponsoring this podcast. You can go to nerdylegion.com slash one and Ooh. sign up, and you'll receive $50 for free when you uh, – do your first direct deposit. All right, cool. So um, I have to deposit into a savings account with one to get a sweet baseball cap. Oh, all you got to do is have an account, and then you just like send them a DM on Twitter. Oh, they'd be like, nice. "Yo, hook me up with some swag." That's easy. Yeah, right, some dude. Right. Uh, some dude got a coffee mug. I want the coffee mug, but the the hat's cool. Yeah, nerdylegion.com slash one. You know why I signed up though? This is not part of my my read. Um, cause you know, I, ha- I have Google docs, but, uh, dude, all right. Remember I want to retire at 55, right? Yeah. Uh, the, the, the big bank that we have has like a 0.01% interest rate on your oh. savings account, Jesus right? Christ. Like garbage, right? Uh, they have a 1% interest rate on the savings account. So that's like, uh, you know, a hundred X, um, <laughs> And then they have like a set, a second savings account called autosave where you can like, you can do that like roundup thing that every bank does where like, you know, if you spend 490 in somewhere, it rounds it up to five and puts that into your savings, right? That's right. Cents. Right. Uh, but then you can also choose like a percentage of your direct deposit. So I do, I do 10%. Uh, so when I get paid, 10% goes into this account and you can't like contribute to the account. It only does it through this roundup feature. Or when you auto save through your direct deposit. Sure. Um, but that one's at 3%. Like you can't get that anywhere else. So I'm like, fuck it. You know, I mean, it's not yeah. much. No, right? but it's free money. So who gives a shit? 1%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's free money. So who cares? Uh, yeah. now my wife hasn't fully switched over though, because she's been with this giant bank for, you know, since she was 17. Sure. Uh, so like she's used to it. And so that's right. fine. Like I don't care. We got, we got to write the grass guy a check. You know what I mean? That's fine. Okay. We'll just do it out of that. Is this when you tell Mrs. Freddy, um, hey, Rupert, my buddy Rupert Murdoch, he says, don't just get 0.1% interest. <laughs> we can get 3% interest. <laughs> Old Ruby told me this. Let's get on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nerdy absolutely. Slash one. Nailed it. Nailed it. Thanks. Not a sponsor. Um, but uh, but anyway, that was fun. Big time with Nick and Martin. Um, that was not in our Google Doc notes. That was that was not in our Google Doc. We had so oh, so much other stuff to talk about. Oh, so much. Uh, but I get excited about weird things. I I like uh, it. I, 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 I I reset up my Raspberry Pi 
to be a, a Wi-Fi bridge in my office right. because uh, you know the the Mackie laptops they don't have uh, they don't have Ethernet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, they don't have mm-hmm. Ethernet. Yep. And my computer, I could just plug it in. I can't plug right. this one in. Right. So I need Wi-Fi. I'm on the other side of the house, and so the Wi-Fi is not too good. Get a Wi-Fi so, extender. Uh, well, that's what I'm using the Raspberry Pi for. Oh, there you go. See, Great bam, friends. problem solved. Uh, you want to know the name of the the Wi-Fi network? Uh, is it the same name as my HBO name? No, but that would be hilarious. I should have done that. That would have been awesome. Uh, not that I share my HBO account, but Nick's got an account no, under no, my no. HBO account. <laughs> Just showed it to me one day. And what did I call it? Unicorns. That's what it yes, is. Yes, yes, Uh No, I named it Satoshi after the guy that uh, created Bitcoin. See? You see how that goes? <laughs> <laughs> Um, it used to be, uh, it used to be, uh, CIA surveillance van 43. No, uh, but I changed oh, that. that's a good one. <laughs> oh my God. Whenever I think to like, I got to name my Wi-Fi, I always am trying to think when my neighbor tries to leech my Wi-Fi or look to like add a new, you know, device. It'd yeah, be yeah. hilarious to see CIA surveillance vehicle 34. <laughs> oh, see, and it's perfect. It's perfect because everybody around here, they don't even change their name on their Wi-Fi connections. Right? I so they're all like Orbi this or like Spectrum this. Half of uh, them matter fact, put an ABC123 and boop, you're in. Yeah, no doubt. I wonder yeah. if I can pull up the nearby networks. I bet they're super boring. Where Julie, um, the crew, she does the Apple, would you like us to suggest a secure password for you? Here's 45. Oh, nice. Up, down, left, right. Oh my god! Like, ay, yeah, yeah. And then I'll be like, "Are all of these capital, lower case? How do wait? Mm. How do we remember all this?" And she'll get frustrated at me for asking her what the Wi-Fi password is. And it's like, oh, yeah. minute, that has forty-five characters. It, it's it's on you. The onus is on you to remember that shit, not me. Does she? Uh, does she use a password manager? Oh yeah. Oh, okay, good. Don't worry. Yeah. I mean, she's cut from the same Martino cloth. I like it. She, every time she's like, Martin and I should be walkie-talking. And she's like, you would have too much to talk about. And then <laughs> last I couldn't, when I was completely drained and I couldn't uh, pod, Yeah, I jokingly said, I'm exhausted. Why don't you go podcast with Martin? And she goes, <laughs> she goes we would be talking way too late. And I'm like, I bet you would. And I'm like, I would listen to that. And she goes, oh, I would be entertaining. And I'm like, geez, look at her. All cocky. Mm. All right, all right. Calm Mm-mm-mm. down. Hey, I'll podcast with Julie the Cruise Director anytime. She would. Oh, my God. <laughs> Especially after, like, an Apple talk. Oh, my God. She's fired oh, up. She's yeah. ready to go. I'd be down for that. She's little, walk into uh, the church she's of Steve Jobs. Uh, Leo Laporte Jr. over there at that point. Is she now? Oh, yeah. For the mm. week after one of those Apple talks. Oh, my God. Forget about it. Mm. That's good. Now i got to plan that for uh, for the next one. <laughs> well, there's one in the fall. I guarantee that. Yep. Tell her we'll chat after the fall event. There you go. There you go. Maybe I'll get some AirPods then. Oh, God. And just have them fall out of your ears left and right. <laughs> I was talking to DJ about this the other day on text. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember how it came. Oh, because they do that spatial audio thing now on Apple Music. Yeah. Um, so I, I texted uh, DJ real quick, 
and uh, and we were talking about AirPods a little bit. And mm-hmm. you know, I told him, I said, dude, if the AirPods, like the if the battery lasted more than two hours, maybe I'd get them. Right. But I can't do that. You know what I mean? Like I use I use my Bluetooth earbuds on my laptop. What did he so, say to that? Is he an AirPod Pro? Or no, Pro? he's. Um, I don't know. He seems somewhat indifferent. Um, okay. I I know he's got like some other set of of Bluetooth earbuds that he uses. Because those but, things, uh, I gotta say, they're weighted really nice. Yeah. They're just formed to my earlobe, so they will fall out mm-hmm. here and there. Like if I tilt my head a little bit too much, they will fall out. Um, oh, here's yeah. here's an AirPod story uh, for you. I'm washing dishes uh, one day. Wash dishes, listening to a podcast. And I don't know how much you know about AirPods, but like if you take out in one of the buds, then it will automatically pause whatever you're listening to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is nice when somebody asks you a question, you can just take it out instead of going into your phone or double tapping or whatever. It's it's a nice way to pause. Mm-hmm. So I'm washing dishes. All of a sudden, my podcast pause, and I I had both hands washing dishes, but it pauses. Mm. And then this is like it's in slow motion. I see in slow motion my right AirPod coming out <laughs> of my and falling into the sink, all in slow motion, circling the drain, right down the drain. No. Dang. Yes, 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 yes. Did you fish it out? So I was like, well, this is it. So I was like, <laughs> all right, this is going to be disgusting. I might as well be like, somebody might as well have just taken a poop right into our sink. This is going to be absolutely disgusting. But AirPods are expensive. Mm, Julie, yeah. the, Julie, the cruise director at that point, just quit her job. Mm. Like, we can't buy another pair of AirPods. But at that point, I debated, well, it looks like I'm going to be mono from this point forward. One oh, Air, no. one AirPod Nick. Mm. Now, I got to stick my hand down there. But it's just me. And I'm thinking to myself, do I go down into the basement and turn off the electricity? <laughs> do I stick my hand down there? Fingers crossed the garbage disposal doesn't kick on. So mm. I'm debating and my laziness took over. Didn't go down, turn off the turned off turn off the electricity. My laziness took over. I stuck my hand in with the logical thinking, how many times has my garbage disposal ever accidentally went on without somebody Never. Out? Never. Never. So I'm sticking my hand right down in there. Buddy. <laughs> it was like I was doing a rectal exam. It was <laughs> so freaking disgusting. Like the little the little sink garbage disposal protector, the little rubber thing that's uh, that's around that so like food doesn't kick up in your face. Of course, that's covered in slime and goo and like whoever cleans that, whoever washes it, come on, get out of here. So I'm sticking my hand down there. It's like I have my hand up somebody's butt and I'm feeling around. I finally feel it and I pull the thing out. Of course, I'm like, I sort of have to wipe this off, right? Mm. I wipe it off with a um, bacterial wipe. Wipe it off with one of those. Uh, instantly, I, I mean, if I had a if I had a really clean Ginsu knife, I would have just chopped off my hand because I don't need that anymore. <laughs> It was in the sink. It was in the rectum of the sink. I don't need that. Oh, by the way, that can be our title for the episode. Uh, yeah. If I had my bell, I would have rang it. 
Um, so of course I don't need that hand anymore. I, I don't need that right hand. Um, so I, okay, this is the part I wanted to tell you. And I thought this was freaking brilliant. Once I cleaned it off, dried it off, put it back in my ear. It isn't working. Oh, and then no. I'm thinking, is this waterlogged? Like, did water get in it? Just like, a, you know, the old timey iPhones where it's like, as, as soon as this thing touches water, forget about it. Throw it in the garbage. So I was like, oh, shit. I went through all that. Mm. And now I lost my AirBud because it doesn't like it. And I, and I like took out the one that was working thinking, well, maybe let me test. Like, let me, let me try just this Air, Air, AirPod went on. Did a little DuckDuckGo search and, you know, oh, how can I reconnect one Air, AirPod? Or, you know, looking up, well, if what what happens if one AirPod isn't working? Like looking up solutions to this. I did everything. I, I must have done three or four things. Then somebody said, if if you're doing XYZ, like if you're if you're if you have these issues happening, this is your solution. And the solution, I was like, get the hell out of here. Dude, this solution freaking worked. And there's a whole <laughs> science behind it. Wait till I tell you. All they right. said, cover the hole because there's a little hole at the top. So when you stick your AirPod like in your ear, yep. there's, a, there's a hole that it won't. It releases just... the pressure. Yes. But the hole yes. also is, you know, for whatever circulation. So they said, cover that hole. And then the part that goes in your ear, like, suck out. Mm. And what that did was, exactly to your point, what that did was it moved the little, like, protector thing that's in there. It moved it back to its original spot. So mm. then the air can circulate and that little item would vibrate. Mm-hmm. It would be able to, like, move back and forth. Where before it was, like, jammed too far back. Right. And I'm like, what a freaking simple solution just to like use like your own mouth and like suck it just a little bit to like release that. So (laughs) man, that should be the episode title. (laughs) And I was like, there's no way this is going to work. Sure enough. Boom. And then months later, never had an issue with it. Mm. Like that was so awesome. Like that is so cool. Just, and I'm sure it's the same thing with back in the day, Somebody has an iPhone and they're like, throw it into a bowl of rice. I'm sure the first person that read that and was just like, what? That doesn't make any sense. And then they did it and like, oh, my God, that totally worked. Wow. Sometimes it's just the simplest thing. You know, it's funny that you have actually mentioned that specific example because many years ago I had this phone. I love this phone. Uh, it was an LG something or other. And it was like a weird form factor because it was a flip phone. Uh, it was a smartphone, but it was a flip phone. And you could flip it two ways. So, like, if you were making phone calls, you would flip it like a regular flip phone. But if you texted, you would flip it sideways. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen those. And then, and then you had the full keyboard. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Anyway, so one day, I had it in my pocket, and I got home, and I was like, I gotta wash clothes. So I throw all my clothes in the washer and forgot to take the phone out. So when I take the, when I take my clothes out, I happen to feel a bump in my pants, uh, episode title. And so, uh, I looked and I said, shit, my phone is in there. So I take the phone out. I put it, I get a Ziploc bag, put it in there, fill it with rice. Okay. okay. And I close it and I put it in a drawer. Okay. Um, forgot all about it. A couple of days later, 
I was like, oh shit, I don't have my phone. This is before like you had to have a phone on you at all times, sure. right? Um, I said, like, oh shit, my phone. So I go and I look and I try to turn it on, won't turn on, right? So I put it back in the bag of rice, stuck it back in the drawer. Instead of just throwing it in the trash, put it back in the bag, put it back in the drawer, and I went and got a new phone, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, again, this is before phones were like $1,000, right? Um, forgot all about it, okay? Like two years later, I move out of this place, right? And I'm emptying stuff out, and I open the drawer, and there's my phone in a Ziploc <laughs> bag with rice, okay? Two years later. And so I... Out of nowhere, I was like, let me see if this still works. So I take the phone out, turn it on, bam, no problem. Wow. Turn right on. Crazy. So the moral of the story is, if you're willing to wait two years, then uh, you don't need to get a new phone. Just leave right. it in the rice. Right. That's the moral of the story. I like that double hinge that the LGs had. Oh, dude, it was awesome. I love yeah. it. I wish uh, yeah. somebody was ha- – I wish somebody would do like something cool with phones. Yeah, you know what see I mean? here. I remember after the Razor came out, Motorola did uh, the Pebble, and I always thought that oh, was yeah. an interesting form factor. All right, you know, all right. Let's see here. If if somebody had to ask you, Nick, what is your favorite phone of all time? Do you have a favorite phone of all time? Probably not. Really? I, I guess it would be a standard iPhone, just because it's a computer in your pocket, and before that, it was a Razor. Interesting. So, so my favorite phone of all time is the Palm Pre. Do you remember the Palm Pre? No, I'm, I was never right. a phone guy. Absolutely, uh, never interesting. A phone guy. Yeah, you remember Palm though? They used to do all the little yeah. the PDAs for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they came out with phones. There was the Palm Pre, and there was another one. The Pre was this like oval shaped phone, okay? But instead of like being a flip phone, it was a slide up phone. Mm-hmm. So you would slide the screen up to reveal the keyboard. Sure. It was awesome and it was tiny. And, uh, and it was the first phone to do like HTML apps. Like all you had to do was like basically cre- like create a web page. Like the way that all the websites work now where they're just basically HTML apps. Mm-hmm. Like that's how you develop apps for this phone. Hmm. Uh, yeah, they were like 20 years ahead of the curve. So that's why it didn't uh, last very long. But I love that phone. And I would have kept it except Palm went under and then all the, the phone companies upgraded the networks. And so, like, you didn't have the right antennas anymore. So, like, you had to buy a new phone. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love the shit out of that Palm Pre. Matter of fact, uh, the same OS that they had on the Palms back then is what LG uses now on their TVs. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. That's a, that's a tangent. Hey, speaking of TVs, talk about talk about transition. Oh, have you watched Have you watched Sweet Tooth on the Netflix? No, because I was waiting for Martino to tell me to give me the green light, red light. See, I knew that, but the listeners didn't know that. Oh, sorry, listeners. So I finished it. Mm-hmm. I finished it. Um, I gotta say. Um, if people tell you like it gets super violent at the end, yeah. uh, they're idiots. Okay. Oh, uh, it doesn't get super violent. Uh, for people that have read the comic, trust and believe it does not get as violent as the comics. Okay. Um, they, uh, they kind of cutesied up some stuff cause you know, it's TV. Right. So, uh, like for example, the hybrids are not like 
these monstrosities. Um, so like it comes off weird in the show, right? Cause on the comic, like there's, there's like supposed to be freakishly like hideous, but like in the TV show, these little animal kids are fucking cute as shit. <laughs> like there's a, there's this is one called uh Bobby. He's like a little gopher man. Mm-hmm. So he looks like a gopher with like overalls and a baseball cap. You remember those, those caps that had the little, like uh the little twirly fan on the top. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's Bobby. Except, you know, think of, think of a little gopher boy wearing the overalls and that. Like, that's not hideous. It's fucking cute as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and like all, all the, the hybrids are cute as hell. Um, but it was really good. Really good. The kid that plays Gus is freaking awesome. He's so like naive and, and like plays it off so well. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Where like he, he doesn't understand how the world works. Uh, and, and like you can tell in his facial expressions, like he, that kid's a great actor, uh, at least for this particular role. Um, they changed a lot from the comics, but like, what do you expect? You know what I mean? They're trying to right. make a TV show out of this. Yeah. Um, how far did they get in the series comparison to the comic books? So, so did where it ends, trades? it, no, it ends with Gus getting captured by the last men. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, cause I mean, again, they're trying to make a TV show, you know, so they want like two or three seasons out of this. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So, uh, so that's where it ends. That they're on Netflix and most Netflix series, uh, get stopped before the third season. Well, yeah. But I mean, I don't see that as a bad thing. You know, most shows, like once you get to, like four or five seasons, they're like kind of stretching it at that point. Oh. Right. So, so I'm good with like, Two or three, um, especially like short seasons. I mean, the show's eight episodes long. Oh, that's like good. Eight, eight, yeah, eight one-hour episodes. Nice. Um, but really good. The acting's awesome. The story's great. Dialogue's great. The cinematography's great. Um, I loved it. Highly recommend it. Do I recommend Nikki watch it? Yes. Ooh. Uh, will Julia the Cruz director like it? I think so. Oh, okay. I think so. All right. Good yeah, to know. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah, I think so. So you should, you should check it out. I will. That's a good recommendation. Um, just know, like with everything else, the first episode is kind of slow. Um, sure. but, uh, but once you get past that, like it's really good. Highly recommend it. Are you ready to go back to movie theaters now that some movies have been hidden? Are you willing mm. to wait the months to see some of these movies? Like I know uh, your, your daughter and your wife went to go see the new Saw film. Yeah. And it was funny because <laughs> we, uh, we always watch like a movie at dinner time. Mm-hmm. Um, or like after dinner rather. And, uh, and so I turned on the TV and, uh, what shows up in a giant banner at the top is, uh, watch Saw now on Prime Video. And I'm like, see, you could have just waited like two weeks. Really? Yeah. The brand new one with Chris Rock. Yeah. Yeah. It's on Prime Video. Jesus. Holy guacamole. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. So I'm waiting for uh The Quiet Place 2 because I think that comes out on Prime Video in like a week or two. Wow. Yeah. Well, I guess that's really if you think about uh movie theaters, they're so gauged in like the first 2-3 weeks. There's no movie that's sitting in theaters for months on end. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. why why not have the film companies be like, "Hey, we can sell it to the secondary market." And then months from then, then we'll put out our Blu-ray special edition. And you know, I think it's, uh, to answer your question, 
I think it's just like a matter of like why you go to the movies, mm-hmm. right? Um, so like for example, I'll bring I'll bring DJ back into the picture, okay? Because nice. DJ does uh you know the Bright Side Home Theater. Um, it's like if I had DJ setup, I would never go to the theaters, right? Right? Because like it's yeah. basically going to the theaters except at home. Right. Right. Where like you're only paying to like rent the movie or whatever, buy the Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you make your own goddamn popcorn. Yeah. Then, right? then it's on you. You're not beholden to anybody else's time schedule. Yeah. And, and maybe it's just me. A lot of people love going to the movies to get the popcorn. Sure. I don't think they do it because they like the popcorn. I don't think movie theater popcorn is very good. Uh, but I also don't like popcorn, right? I'm, I'm an animal like that. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I'm not a popcorn fan, but some people like going for the popcorn. Like, yeah. oh, okay, then, then, you know, just like, don't buy a fucking movie theater. Just go there and buy the popcorn and go home and watch the movie. <laughs> I mean, again, first world problems. It's the theme of this show. But, uh, I just, I just don't see, like, the appeal of it. You know, it's like, uh, we might have talked about this before. I think, like, once, you get like enough time to change your habits in a certain direction. Uh, like you can easily go back, right? Yeah. Like I'm sure some people are like FOMOing out because now theaters are open. They're like, Oh, I used to love going to the movies. I have to go now. Right. Uh, but like, do you have to go? Cause like you were fine for the past year, not going to the theater. Well, maybe they want to go. Yeah, exactly. Maybe they want to go. And like I said, whatever floats your boat, you know what I mean? Some people love that experience. I gotta uh, say, I I meant for the for the theater going experience. I like the smell of the popcorn. I'm not a big popcorn fan either, but I like the smell. I like the audio separation because I don't have that at home, and the gigantic screen. Mm. But even when you go to a standard theater, that screen doesn't look near as good as your TV screen. It just doesn't. It's usually washed yeah. out way too bright. Or yeah, you go yeah, yeah. to a 3D movie and it's way too dark. But I yeah. do miss that. Like if I had DJ setup, that's a whole other animal. But even with my crappy setup, I'll still, at this point, I think the year has taught me, do I really need to go and do that? I don't think I do. Like other right. than the audio, like I, I do miss, because you know I'm a big soundtrack guy. I'm a big, like, especially like the separation of audio and effects and stuff. I miss that. Yeah, they have that over any, like, home theater setup that I've been at. But do I miss it enough to be like, I got to go spend money and go and do that? No, because I have so many streaming services at this point. Guess what? If there's, if I can't watch A Quiet Place 2 at my house, I can go into my umpteen queues of all these streaming services and right there's 800 films waiting for me. So mm-hmm. I can find something. Like, come on. Like, my my moods change so quickly. I can find something that will scratch that itch. No doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's funny. We, this came up at our, our, in our budgeting meeting. Because my uh, wife is like, how much do we spend on streaming services? Uh-oh. And I'm like, I looked and I'm like, ah, about 80 bucks. And uh, I, no, I said I said about one fifty. She's like one fifty. I said, well, yeah, you know, like seventy five for internet, and then like eighty bucks for streaming services. You don't. And she's do like, we might as well. No, we don't do cable. Yeah, and she's yeah, like, yeah. well, we might as well get, just get cable. And I said, well, no, you can't do that either, because like all the streaming services have exclusive content. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, and, you, and you, I you get cable, it. and you need the streaming services. 
but even if you got rid of streaming services and went to cable, even without like the premium channels, at least for us, when we were doing cable, good God, cable, when, even with a bundle, once the bundle price goes away, man, you're paying a lot for cable, mm-hmm. especially like all those channels that you don't even watch, like nine tenths of them that you never, ever watch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, that's a lot of money. Yeah, we went to my in-laws last week, and uh, my father-in-law is uh, an insurance adjuster, mm. and uh, and so like they're constantly watching the Weather Channel. Sure, sure. Um, because like if a storm hits or like a blizzard or hurricane, tornado or whatever, like they know they need to go there because that's where they're going to be working for like a you know a few weeks. Right. Um, and so like they're always watching the the Weather Channel, mm-hmm. and so. We get there and like there's this like weather stuff on TV. I figured it was the weather channel because that's what they always watch. Right. And so we, we start talking and he's like, and we started talking about streaming stuff and he's like, yeah, we canceled cable. He's like, I kind of wish we hadn't because now we don't have the, the weather channel. And I'm like, well, what are we watching? And he's like, oh, it's some like weather channel thing on whatever, like Pluto or something. Correct. And I'm like, that's the, it's 24 hours of the weather. That's the weather channel. <laughs> You know what I mean? He just likes. Am it. I wrong? He likes it the way it's set up by Weather Channel, obviously. Sure. Yeah. Probably. Probably. Yeah. But uh, that's yeah, like I don't going know, man. To Fox Sports when you're used to ESPN, like it's just right, a little right, right. different. Even though it's all all the same BS, it's a little different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and now I have a gripe with uh, with Amazon um, because uh, we're going to talk about a show here in a second. But my wife found this new show, and I watched it with her, and I thought it was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and so after we watched it, I'm like, so now we have to pay for AMC Plus, huh? And she's like, what? yeah. I said, okay, I'll, I'll put it on the budget. Um, so she signed up for AMC Plus, and, uh, and so she's been watching the show. And like, you know, whatever other crap's on AMC that she likes. Um, and uh, so I'm like, cool. Like, I'll, that way I can watch some other stuff. And plus, yeah. like with AMC Plus, you get like Shutter and stuff for free, right? So I can watch all the horror nice. movies. Yeah. And uh, so I'm like, cool. Like I'm gonna get on there and watch some horror movies. So I turn the TV on and I find AMC Plus and I open it and it's like, do you want to subscribe? And I'm like, what do you mean do I want to subscribe? My wife subscribed. Yeah. We're, we're, we have a household account. Why can't I access her channel? Right. You see what I mean? That doesn't make sense to me. Okay. Well, what's the so solution? Now, I, I mean, I guess I need to like. Call customer service. Who the fuck knows? You mean that wasn't just a user error issue? I, I mean, look, it very when you well subscribe to AMC Plus, you can only subscribe on like one device. You so you can only subscribe if you have like a participating service, which I hate. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. My wife told me this. She's like, it was so confusing. I wanted to get an app and just like sign up, and there was right. no app. And I was like, surely there's an app. So I go on their website and it's like, you have to sign up through Prime Video Channels or Apple TV or like Xfinity or Dish Network. And I'm like, Hulu or your cable cable system. Yeah. 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 I'm like, what year are we in? So, so she did it through Prime and then she was mad because when I went to the AMC website, it tells me you get the first two months for 99 cents, then it's 8.99 after, but she paid 8.99. Oh. She didn't pay 99 cents. <laughs> oh. So, uh, so I guess I gotta call like Amazon customer service and be like, we're in a household account. Why don't I have access to her channel? 
So if like, you went, instead of what, going to their AMC Plus website, if you would go through Amazon Prime? No, 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 no. Because when you go to the AMC Plus website and it gives you the list of services, you can click on that service and it'll take you to whatever. So when she she showed me, she went to amcplus.com, clicked on Amazon Prime channels, yeah. and it opened up her Amazon app. And then she had AMC and Plus. Then she could, and she was subscribed so she could watch the, the content. But, but why I cannot can't do you, that. Why can't you do the same exact route? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Wow. I thought that was user error, but that sounds like it's only attached to one device. I thought HBO Max had some bullshit. Wow. This is some bullshit. Yeah. You see what I mean? Like, what world are we living in? I thought this was the future. Yeah, I would think if you signed in, you should just be able to sign into, like, if I had it through Hulu, I should be able to sign into Hulu and then click on AMC Plus and watch it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bingo. Like, I get it. it. It would be user error if you went to AMC Plus and they didn't let you do that. I right. get that. But if you go through your initial provider, you should be set up. Good to go. Well, and the thing is, my wife's got this weird thing about watching stuff on her phone. Hmm. Like, why don't you want to watch it on the big TV? True. Right? You see what I mean? But she does like going upstairs and laying in bed and watching her stuff. Sure. But, like, we have that shit on the TV in the bedroom. She's like, baby, do I need to get three Apple TVs so you can hook up? Hook yourself up. Let's do it then. There, there's a I TV in the a bedroom. line item in our budget. You know that. But it's funny you say that because I told her. I said, "Well, maybe we should get an Apple TV." <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll add that to our budget. Let's go. Yes, yes. I, I will actually. I'm going to get one, but I want to get that and the TV at the same time. I wouldn't get one yet because don't they have a new one coming out? Or did it just but come out? The Apple TV. Yeah, it just came out. Okay, good. Yeah, make sure you get that. Don't cheap out and get an old one. No, no, no. I like the new remote. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I want to get a 4K TV to go with it. You know what I mean? Heck yeah. That's yeah. when you're like, so, hey, uh, DJ, uh, here's my price. Uh, find What TV should I get? Just tell me. Give me the top mm-hmm. three in mm-hmm. this price range. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know he'd set you up. Oh, I know. Well, you know, and I'm redoing my office, my, my mm-hmm. home office. Mm-hmm. I, I redid my my work office too. Uh, I threw out like ten bags of trash. Dang. Okay. Because there were shit in my filing cabinets from the previous guy from like 2011. Oh, jeez. You know what I mean? Like we have like paperwork retention guidelines, but like the oldest thing is like three years. You know right. what I mean? Like right. I don't need ten year old paperwork in there. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I threw out like all kinds of shit. And, yeah, as uh, long as the retention people are are telling you you have to keep X Y Z because of you know court or whatever you know legal documents these need to be saved for ten years everything else three <laughs> whatever they're but uh, anyway so I'm re- I'm redoing my home office it's great I uh, I'm not facing the little wall now I'm facing the big wall nice um, so I, I expanded my desk by like six feet nice. Um, so what I want to do is I want to finish cleaning the other side, and I'm going to put a projector on that side. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of doing. Because uh, I, I switched my setup. Because before I had I had my, my giant monitor, right, mm-hmm. uh, on my on my PC. But now I have the laptop. So what I did is – I should take a picture and send it to you. So I have my, my laptop on my desk, and then right above it, I have this second monitor. 
Um, and I can switch that between my Raspberry Pi and my laptop. Uh, so, so right now I'm watching all my, my crypto ticker stocks going up and down. Um, but, but I want to put on my right a projector so Ooh. I can watch movies in here too. Cause I mean, you know, this, this 42 inch is nice, especially since I'm like two feet away from it. Yeah. But you know, I could probably fit like an 80 inch screen in here. You know what I mean? Nice. So I'm thinking about it. Um, but, uh, what was I going to say? I don't fucking remember. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. So she got AMC Plus to watch this new show called Kevin Can Fuck Himself. Now, why did, because I know you threw that out to me. Yes. Is, is it going, are other seasons going to end up on Amazon? Or was that one of AMC's ploys of we'll put one season on Amazon and then if you want more, come on over? I don't know. I don't know. I might have been confused because she might have done the, the trial for AMC Plus and it's because it's through the Prime Video channels. Maybe I thought it was Prime Video. You see what ah, I mean? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, does sure. Does that make sense? It uh, does. But it's, a, it's on AMC Plus for sure. Okay. Gotcha. Um, but, uh, dude, it was awesome. So I tried to describe it to you a little bit over text, but it, it's weird over text. Um, it stars uh, Annie, I can't remember her last name, Murphy something, maybe. Um, she played the daughter in Schitt's Creek, which my wife loves. Have you ever seen Schitt's Creek? Not even a minute of it. All right. Julie, the cruise director, would love it. Oh, okay. Yeah, you should you should have it. Check it out. Um, it's, um, oh, God, the, the dad from American Pie. What's his name? Uh, Eugene Levy. Uh, Eugene Levy. There you go. Yeah, his son. He's the dad, and the mom is the mom from Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, the son is uh, Eugene Levy's real life son. Yep. Uh, and then the daughter's Annie uh, Annie Murphy, I think is her name. Anyways, hilarious show. It's like this like super rich, very eccentric family from New York, and they have to like flee the city for reasons I won't mention. Like you learned that in, like the first episode, um, and they end up moving to this town called Shit's Creek. Um, because they own like half the town apparently. Um, so they just, they move there. And so it's like this whole story of like this big city, like rich family trying to fit into this like redneck town. Sure. Okay. Uh, and it's freaking hilarious. Uh, I haven't seen like Kevin can F himself. Is this like a sequel to Shit's Creek? It is not. No, 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 it is not. Uh, it's a whole different thing. But anyway, so she stars in it. And, uh, I, my wife put it on and we're chatting and I wasn't paying attention. Uh, but, but I hear the, like the episode starts and I hear the laugh track, right? Hmm. And I'm like, why are we watching a show with a laugh track, right? Like that's 1994, right? <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm looking up and like, it's like super corny, right? Like really corny. And I'm like, what are we watching? And she's like, Kevin, go, go F himself. And I said, what the hell is this? Why, why is it a, like a, a, a family sitcom, right? Like you would see on like TGIF. And so then she starts explaining the show and I'm like, okay, like sounds interesting. Let's see how this works. Uh, it works very well. So we watched two episodes back to back. And, uh, so like when, when she's with her husband, it's basically like, uh, like, uh, King of Queens or, uh, everybody loves Raymond. We're like, 90% of the show takes place in like the living room. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
So like when she and her husband are together, it's like those kind of shows where like the husband is like this ugly fat dude that makes like dumbass jokes and everybody laughs at it. Uh, and the wife's like, Oh, Oh Ray. You know what I mean? Like you're so silly. Mm-hmm. Um, like that kind of thing. But then like when he leaves the room and it's just her, it's like this like dark, serious show. Um, and like you're still in the same room, but like they use different cameras. So now like it's not this like wide shot, really bright set. It's like this like dark, dingy thing. And it's like close up of all the characters as they're, as they're talking. Hmm. Um, kind of like, uh, this is us or, um, what was the other one that's like, that's like this is us? Um, I can't remember now. Doesn't matter. And, uh, it's really, really good. And so it's like a show about like the mom of these like family sitcoms, basically. Mm. And, and like the like crazy mental place that they're in because their families are so fucking retarded <laughs> and make their life miserable. Right. Um, so like she, she's like basically wants to kill her husband. Um, and so some of this happens in like, like fantasy sequences where she's like dreaming, like something happens and she like kills her husband. Um, or like in the second ish and second episode, they start this plot where like she's going to get a bunch of like oxycodones and like give it to her husband. So he ODs and dies. Uh, but it all kind of like plays as a joke in this like very serious fashion. So it, it's very much a dark comedy. Um, but I yeah, love like, like this. It. Yeah. I love this like switch. Like the camera switches are really good. Um, and obviously like when it's just her and it's dark, there's like no music, no laugh track, right? It's like very quiet and grim. And then like the husband shows up and it's like super bright, like kind of thing. And you know, the laugh track in the background. So I, I recommend everyone check it out. Sounds very original. I like it. Yeah. I dug it. I dug it. And, uh, you know, I'm not very easily impressed. There's only one season of it. I just looked it up. Yeah, it just started. Yeah. So there's probably like three or four episodes. Um, and I think they're releasing them weekly. Ah, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like a AMC thing that you can get it from. It doesn't, it doesn't say anything about Amazon Prime. You can buy it through Amazon Prime. That's well, it. and that's what I told her. I said, well, what are you watching on AMC Plus? Well, Kevin can go F himself. Mm-hmm. Like, well, why don't you just buy the season? You know what I mean? Because she's not going to watch anything else after it. What, AMC Plus doesn't have other things that she might be interested in? Well, she was hoping Better Call Saul was on it, because now she's on this Better Call Saul kick. Uh, but it's not on there. That's not a Netflix thing? Or is Netflix and, running behind? Well, so the weird thing is... That it is now. It started off as an AMC show. It got canceled. Mm-hmm. Netflix picked it up. Right. There's five seasons out, but Netflix only has the first four. Oh, jeez. Who has the so fifth? So I don't, I don't know where you watch the fifth. What? Right? That makes no what? sense. What world are we living in? Right. That makes I don't no understand. sense at all. I don't understand. This whole world's turned upside down on me, Nick. How can that not? That, that doesn't make any sense at all. That's what I said. Uh, streaming can be difficult. It is. It is. And, uh, you know, during the budget meeting, I was like, maybe we should get Disney Plus. So I was going to put it on the budget, but then I was like, I don't even want to watch it. I don't even want to watch it. Like, I still don't know what happens in WandaVision. 
I feel like I should watch it before Doctor Strange comes out. But you do uh, or like, don't I, know. I mean, from what I hear, I sh- probably should. Uh, yeah, well, you sure? That's that's what I heard. Sure, that's what I heard. Uh, By the I'm way, you can, you can buy you can buy five seasons of Better Call Saul. Yeah, uh, Apple TV or Amazon. See for how much? I have dollar. no idea. It doesn't give me the price. Just that yeah. they're available to purchase. Whatever. It's probably what twenty bucks a season. Yeah. Who the hell knows? Yeah. Who it's, knows? But but would that take <laughs> care of your wife if you bought her the final season? And now it's like ah, but she likes to rewatch stuff, so it's not like you can even rent it. And that's the thing, right? Like, I wonder if I'm just better off just like buying her Breaking Bad, The Office, Better Call Saul, and Sons of Anarchy. Uh, I don't think she's rewatched that in a while. Well, we'll um, see. but like, yeah, probably. But like those three for sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then like not have all these streaming services. Like I'd be just fine with like just HBO Max and Netflix. Yeah, but if you have AMC Plus, then you can watch the new seasons of uh, Creep Show. I don't even have time to watch my queue on the other stuff. Oh my God, you need to find some time. <laughs> I have plenty of time. I choose it to spend it elsewhere. What? Watching your uh, ticker go up and down? Yeah, I'm watching it right now. (laughs) I'm doing so good. (laughs) Um, I'm pretty awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Um, No, I am. I bought everything so cheap that, like, you know, it goes down 30%. I don't give a shit. I still made money. Right. and anyways, <clears throat> mm. I gotta get some water. Is there any water in this room? Mm. Man, I bought some Wakanda water room. today. Yeah. Uh, uh, <clears throat> mm. Oh God. It was, uh, it was very good. Wakanda water. Uh, it's from Hawaii. Yeah. It's not Wakanda. It's like Winika or something like that. Oh, okay. Uh, it's, it's from a volcano. Oh, jeez. Yeah. It's from a volcano in Hawaii. Did you know that there's water volcanoes? You didn't know that, did you? I learned no, that today. I, I, I know there's lava volcanoes, but not water volcanoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe like it's an extinct volcano where it's just like a lake in the crater now or something. I don't know. Or maybe a hippie just poured a cup of water into a volcano and like, look, it's it's volcano water. Yeah, you now know what I can, think? I, now we can logically call it volcano water. I think all bottled water is a scam. Agreed. Let's talk about this conspiracy theory. Bottled water is a scam. I guarantee you, it's all like purified sewer water. But they put it in like really pretty bottles, and so people spend like three or four dollars for a bottle of water, and it ta- and they're like it tastes so good. This alkaline water. It's got all these vitamins and minerals. Hmm. I wonder where those come from. Conspiracies. I can I can buy that. I see that. I hear yeah. you there. You like that? Yeah. I think that's pretty good. Hey, uh, it's you... the typical training of society, you know. Before, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, right around the the same time, people would never spend four dollars for a cup of coffee, and now it's like you can't beat them back with a stick for a four dollar cup of coffee. That's true. Yeah. You know how much I spend on coffee? Zero. Because I Zero. get coffee at work. Because you drink volcano coffee. I <laughs> Yes, I drink volcano coffee. Straight mm-hmm. out of the volcano. 
Yep. 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 It's so good and nice and hot. <laughs> uh, I think that's a true conspiracy theory, though. Let me tell you another true conspiracy theory. I have a short conspiracy for Ooh, you. I love it. Yes. But go on. No, no, no. Go ahead. Your turn. No, mine comes from the 80s. <gasps> I love the 80s. That That's my, that's when I grew up. I was very impressionable. Um, I'd like to blame Nancy Reagan or <laughs> yes. general. Yes. Uh, even in the seventies, it sort of hit me when I was very impressionable with an after school program, uh, about a girl who takes LSD for the first time <gasps> and jumps off the building. And then Nancy Reagan, uh, hyped it up and, Always in my head, I always thought, this whole say no to drugs, I have to do that. Because if I do any drugs, I might kill somebody or myself or I might just go Mm. insane. Because Mm. that's what happened to people who dropped acid and LSD or did heroin, cocaine, meth, that they all just went cuckoo and jumped out of windows. That's a good conspiracy theories. I blame the Reagans on that. And I think, honestly, I think that that was all just social marketing looking back at it looking back at it now absolutely but Mm -hmm. when i was in it and i was too young to know anything about it it really formed in my head it really formed uh i was very impressionable and in high school we even had the gentleman that beretta was based on yeah we had that guy come and talk about his like life and dealing with like drug people and say no and blah 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 and that guy like shook my ground i was just like what the hell this this can't this can't all be lies no way yep but what's what's the guy's name because what's his face is a skit on him no 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 not him oh not him oh different guy a whole different guy yeah oh oh interesting I'll, I'll, i'll look him up um yeah look him up it's funny that you say that, though, because I had the opposite reaction. Because, see, I mean, this would have been post-Reagan. This would have been 90s, right? So I would have been, like, in my shit. I might not even have been a teen yet. Uh, but they had those uh This Is Your Brain, This Is Your Brain on Drugs commercials. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I was watched those commercials, and I never bought it. Because I saw the commercial, and I'm like, what do eggs have to do with drugs? Can I give you the guy's name? Yes. David Toma. T-O-M-A. David Toma. Yes. Gotcha. Uh, That's you're the guy you're from the thinking skit, of though. that Birkin. Birkin. Yes. Yes, binder. him. Yeah. And yes, he also yes, yes, yes. school as well. Yes. That's what I was thinking of. But yeah, David Toma, and he would talk about like heroin addicts and don't get hooked on drugs and don't do any of that. Like, and it just was so impressionable to me. I, it just like, oh my God. Shook Interesting. me. Interesting. Shook me. And I, did I, uh, see I saw those drugs and this is your, you know, brain on drugs that never rung to me, but yeah. this was also the time that your parents are watching the daily news and every report at the beginning of news, whether it was 10 o'clock or five o'clock would be such and such drug arrest, such and such drug death and, you know, gang warfare and all that like war on drugs. And it was one of those like, oh my god, I can't do that. No, 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 mm. can't. Oh, so mm. it, it was interesting how that was marketed to me and how that really played into my psyche. Yeah, I'm I'm curious, like how 
like what the demographic was for these uh fried egg commercials. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they just made me hungry. I see them and be like, man, I love fried eggs. Does that mean I will love drugs? I, right? I that's my that, reasoning. I looked at that as how did that one commercial company, how much money did they get to do something like that? Mm. Like mm. it just, I don't know. It's so bizarre. Cause those oh, last a long time. Those were on TV for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. And see in New York, we also had the, uh, these, these commercials come, would come on at 10 o'clock right before the 10 o'clock news. Mm-hmm. At 10 o'clock, something would end and then you would get it's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your children are? <laughs> yeah. And then the 10 o'clock news would come on. Did yeah, you? I love did those. You, when you were in school, was there, see, I'm a little older than you. Do you remember, or were they doing this in New York? Uh, two things. And I, and both of them could be conspiracies. Um, but two things. Did your school system try to, uh, have you use and and this was without parental consent try <laughs> try to have you like use um like fluoride mouthwash no because that was a thing but this was like in seventh grade so what? you'd get like a little you'd get like a little dixie cup full of this pink liquid that they always told you don't swallow but swish it around in your mouth and then spit it out and it's just fluoride Huh. And I heard from other friends, maybe this is a Midwest thing, I'm not sure, but I do recall talking to other buddies around my age, and they're like, yeah, I did that in public school, too. And the other thing that they did, and I'm curious if you, if you did this in New York, did they ever try to take pictures of you under the guise, and this was before high school, under the guise <laughs> of if you ever get kidnapped or lost? <laughs> That then they can then they can trace you back because they have pictures and information of you, but they never nope. asked your parents. Oh, they never asked your parents for permission. So my conspiracy for that is we want pictures of you because my guess is this wasn't the high school doing this. This was the police department doing this. So then they could have you. I I don't ever remember getting fingerprinted, but I remember getting a picture taken. Man, Indiana must have been a rough place. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Just saying. I'm just curious if that was something. But the fluoride thing, that definitely went across state lines. I definitely went through that. Yeah, I could see that. Because fluoride is still a conspiracy. Right. That they but put I wonder fluoride in the water like, to like mind control people. I also wonder if that was just because maybe our town didn't have fluoride in the water. I don't mm. know. I, I, I never figured that one out. But the picture taking, looking back at it, I'm like, I bet you anything that's for the police to be able to track down troublemakers. Yeah, Because sure. every kid got pictured. See, we didn't need fluoride uh, mouthwash because um, I always say – you know, I, I, I don't like drinking water, mm-hmm. but uh, but I always enjoyed New York City water. Uh, the thing about New York City water is when you uh, when you pour it into a glass out of the tap, it, it fizzes. Whoa. Because it's, it's got so much fluoride in it. Interesting. It, it, it fizzes. I mean, it dissipates very quickly. Sure, sure. But I always describe it as – But it's not it still cool. water. 
No, it is not. So I always described New York City water growing up as crunchy. Is that why they have everyone claims the best pizza crust, do you think? Yes, like, and the bagels. Like the, like the fizziness, how they yes. always like add sparkling water to your dough to get like a little bit of lightness to it, a yes. little airiness to it. Yes. You wonder if that's – yeah. You nailed it. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> New York City water, crunchy. If you don't get that, go drink some. You'll know what I'm talking about. I've never, I've never been to New York. I would love to see fizzy water. <laughs> uh, yes, that's uh, that's a good conspiracy, though. Uh, yeah, like I said, the the fluoride thing is still a thing. Oh, uh, yeah. I never finished that QAnon thing, by the way. But I need to finish it. I'm gonna finish it this weekend. You have to finish it, um, especially the but, last two episodes. The last two episodes are the like that's the cherry on top of a Sunday. That's yeah. when everything pays off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a, a subset of, of that segment uh, believes that fluoride is like a mind control agent. Yes. Oh, I know. I know the fluoride uh, conspiracy. I hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to think where that started. I think the, the Nazis found that, that it was like a mind control chemical. <laughs> uh, not like literal mind control, but like it makes you more – uh, susceptible. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Well, give me uh, very your Ooh, theories that, okay, you might not completely be convinced is happening, but it could be plausible in your head in the Martin universe. Sure, sure. I'll give you one since, since okay. we were talking about finances earlier. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't really think this is a conspiracy because by, by definition, this is true. Uh, I think all money is fake. And I think, uh, I think the stock market is fake and, uh, it's, uh, it's controlled by a few rich people, uh, who, uh, make it seem like you can make money in it. So dumbass people spend their paychecks on it. Um, and then when they, when they lose a dollar, they sell it all. And then the rich people buy it cheaper because all the idiots sold it. And then they mm-hmm. make more money when the price goes up. Is that a conspiracy theory? I don't think so. I think that's reality. <laughs> That's what I think, but, uh, but we'll put that we'll put that in the camp of conspiracy theory. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I, th- I think about this a lot because I'm into crypto. Uh, so, like when crypto crashes, uh, guess what rich people are doing? They're buying like thousands of Bitcoin and whatever else. You know what I mean? Sure. And like all the dummies are crying on Twitter that they lost uh, their life savings. Well, like if you didn't have it in the first place, why are you fucking investing? Right. <laughs> Pay your bills with it first. <laughs> Amen. Uh, either hide it in your problems. pillow, either hide it in your pillow or, you know, don't be out there spending money that you don't have. Yeah. If you don't have it, don't spend it. Um, same thing with like credit cards, man. That's why, uh, I try not to use credit cards. I mean, we have some that we pay. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, like the, the thing you do is you, you spend it on the credit card and then you, uh, pay it off at the end of the month. Yep. That's what we right? do. I mean, I get sometimes shit happens and, you know, you might need to spend a little extra on the credit card. Right. Um, but, uh, but for the most part, you shouldn't. Uh, cause see, cause here's the thing. This is the interesting part. This is like the psychology of money. Um, this is a conspiracy theory for you. I just thought about that. This is a conspiracy theory for sure. Back when people had cash, when they used cash and people still use cash sometimes, but most people just use like their debit card or credit card. Right. Um, but when you use cash, you, you spend differently because you have this like 
tangible thing. Mike's going to love that because you can touch it. You can smell it. You can take a bath in your money. You know what I mean? Well, you, you also have a hard stop to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you run out of the bills and the right. coins have, and you, you – I have $100 in my pocket. I can't spend $101 because I only have $100. Right. But right. a credit card, you can spend as much as you want and it, it will pretty much keep going and going and going. Well, that's true. But have you thought about why? The psychology of why? I'm going to give it to you. It's very simple. Mm-hmm. And all the physical guys are going to love this. The reason is when you have – a physical money, it's going to run out. So, and you also have get like a different good. So if you give, if you go to the store and you spend $20, you give the cashier a $20 bill. Okay. Now that's gone. You get $20 of merchandise. You give a $20 bill. Okay. Now you don't have the $20 bill anymore, but you have the merchandise. Mm-hmm. When you use a debit card or a credit card, you go and you get your stuff, your $20 worth of stuff. You swipe your card. And when you walk out, what do you walk out with? You walk out with $20 of stuff and the $20 that you used to pay because you still have your card in your hand. <laughs> you see what I mean? It's vi- mm-hmm. like really subtle psychology. But like in your in your dumbass monkey mind, you didn't lose anything because you still have your card. You see what I mean? Right. It's like magic sure. money. Magic yeah. money. But with the cash, you don't have it anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's why people get into debt because they're like, oh, yeah, I'll just swipe my card. For sure. Because I just get it back, put it in my pocket, walk away. Yeah. Uh, budgeting, friends, budgeting. Maybe we should do a finance podcast. <laughs> we'll call it well, Budget Time with Martino. Send send everyone to your uh, finance blog. That you're doing. <laughs> mad money, mad Martino money. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's cool. It's cool. I liked it. Uh, they have like, uh, the, they get like users of the bank to like write posts on how they use it. Cause like you can do whatever you want with it basically. So, uh, so everyone's got like really interesting ways of like dividing up their money. And I was like, Oh, that's, that's interesting. And, uh, they're, they're whatever marketing guys like, do you want to do one? I was like, yeah, I'll fucking do one. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, hilarious. I should be like, send me a, a coffee mug, bro. When I got my hat in the mail, I, I showed yeah. it to my wife. And she's like, so you got a hat from the bank? And I said, yeah, <laughs> how cool is that? And she's like, so cool. I wish I had a hat from my bank. <laughs> and I was like, have you ever gotten a hat from your bank? Because I have. Little things, Nick. You know what I mean? Little, little, the psychology of money. Little things. Have you watched the WeWork? series on hbo yet but i know not yet you. not yet heather wants to watch it though so i'm gonna watch it with her yeah if you want to know about the magic of money we work yeah oh yeah that is that yeah. is nick's analogy of how i believe money works just go outside and pick it off the tree like that's we work mm. it's it, it's some amazing psychology right there you uh you want to learn about how money works Sometime in your free time, uh, this might sound super boring because it's finance and, uh, finance is super boring until you like start to understand it. Uh, look up cocoa bonds sometime. Cocoa bonds, COCO bonds, contingent convertible bonds. You're going to be like, for sure, Martin was right. All money's bullshit. 
All money's bullshit. That's like when people start talking about like crypto's bullshit. I'm like, all money's bullshit, dude. <laughs> what are you, what, what right. are you trying to say? <laughs> right. Money's fake. Um, yeah, I was listening to this podcast and they were talking about like when, do you know the story of like how we got off the gold standard? No. All right. Talk about conspiracy theory. Um, so, uh, so after World War II, Europe was like in dire straits, right? Um, but the U.S. was basically like untouched. So, so the dollar kind of became like a reserve currency. And, and so a lot of European, uh, countries sent their gold to the U.S., right? To hold because like we were untouched. So like if some shit happens, like the U.S. will keep it safe. Right. Uh, so like we had everybody's gold. Um, and then, uh, in the early seventies, like their economies are doing better. So they want their gold back. <laughs> and, uh, and of course, Nixon didn't like that too much. No. So, so the, uh, the French and the British were the first to want it back. The French sent a Navy warship to New York to, to pick up all the French gold to take it back to France. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now they didn't send a warship to like as a war thing, right? Like they got to protect their gold on the way back to France. So they send a warship. That makes sense. Sure. Um, well, like Nixon gets a hold of this and he's like, Oh shit, we can't give them their gold back. Like that shit's <laughs> got to stay here. And so he's like, Hey, guess what? Everybody, the, the U S dollar is not based on gold anymore. It's based on the faith of that you have on the U S government. Um, so the French show up and uh, they're like, we want our gold. And they're like, now nah, that gold's not yours anymore. It's our gold now. Uh, and they're like, well, we gave it to you to, to value the dollar. Oh no, the dollar's not based on gold anymore. Have a good day. So they fucking leave. Cause like, it's fucking worthless. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious when I learned that. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, uh, I had to watch something else, man. See, this is what we can't go like weeks without talking. Because I yeah. watch it and I'm like, oh my god, this would be such a good like conversation to have with Nick. Right. Uh, but then I forget because it's been so long. Oh man, yeah, you need a yeah. Google I'm Doc sorry. for your notes. I mean, you know, we've been joking about this Google Doc for like five years now. I think we probably <laughs> should, like really should have a Google Doc to be quite <laughs> honest with you. Uh, maybe we would remember shit. There you go. You know what I mean? Um, I'm trying to see what is this. Sure. Um, I did watch something on Netflix and I'm trying to find it. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, now I can't find it. Oh, well, I tried. Maybe, maybe you can talk about another conspiracy. <gasps> I mean, I got plenty. Somebody, uh, somebody asked a question just today and I wanted to oh. know your thoughts on the conspiracy of a uh, bad idea. Ah, yes. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, segue. Uh, you know, for years I thought it was spelled S-E-G-W-A-Y, like the, uh, the little scooter company. Mm. But then I became an English major and learned the correct way to spell Segway. Uh, <laughs> just like it sounds, by the way. I mean, if you speak like a, a non-Germanic language, I guess. Anyways, uh, great segue. Uh, bad idea. So, uh, oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Mm-hmm. So, um, have we talked about bad idea on the show yet? Not one bit, even from the formation to what's been happening recently. Mm. 
Um, all right, fair enough. So uh, let, let's let's give some some context here. You know, well, the last time we talked about them was their um, distribution model. That was the last time we talked about them. So that was before uh, any yes. comics ever even came out or Very were even good. announced. Very good. So then I can make my my background uh, preview a little quicker. Ooh, breaking news. Uh, Black Summer season two is out. Go watch it. It's fantastic. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. I'm assuming season one was great. Hmm. Um, it's a zombie show, but it's really okay. good. Gotcha. Uh, anyways, back, back to the, the topic. Bad idea comics. Yeah. I, uh, I was a little upset. I was a little upset because, uh, you know, I love everybody that works there. They used, they used to work at Valiant. I love sure. Valiant. Of course. Um, you and me both. But, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't like their model mm-hmm. because, uh, number one, no digital. That's fine. Whatever. You know? Like I'm, I'm okay buying like real, like physical comics. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, no trades though. I mean, I guess that's fine. Like I can buy single issues, no problem. Mm-hmm. But then there's like all these like weird, sketchy rules that are like meant to prevent people from like buying multiple copies of, of books. To like, um, there's all these rules for shops yeah, where like they have to sell to a cover price. Market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they have to sell a cover price and this and the other. Um, so they can't like pawn their goods on ebay right? right um i get that but then like people still pawn their shit on ebay because like if you're a shop you're not allowed to but if you're just a normal dude you can do whatever you want um and so like these books go on ebay for like you know whatever 100 200 um and Could i mean i guess somebody the owner of them. the shop pretending to be an individual wink 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 Right, that's possible because like dumbass shops got caught doing this and their accounts were suspended. Yeah, um, which which like that's great because that was the rule, but like mm-hmm. you know enforce the rule on everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So as a result of all this, I decided not to participate. So I have not purchased or read a single bad idea comic. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just I don't like shenanigans, right? Um, like I'm, I'm totally cool with like weird off the wall marketing shit. Like it's funny. Um, but at some point, like there's a very narrow line between funny and like, um, just annoying. Yeah. And, Too many hoops and to me, to through. yeah. And to me, it's just like at a point of annoying. Sure. Um, I don't want to have to like make sure my shop has this. Um, it's like, Taking all the little like tropes that people say, like how to support your local comic shop, right? Like pre-order your books, uh, like, you know, pay for them, make sure you pick them up. Um, you know, if you, if you support a particular company and, you know, like Valiant's a good example because Valiant fans love all Valiant comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if they hate them, they buy them. Right. Uh, cause they want to support the company, right? And that's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like to, to take these tropes, and like twist them in a way where like it appears like you're helping the little guy, um, but you're like forcing people to go through hoops to get your shit. Like I just don't like. Um, and like there's some great creators that I love and respect, right? Like Venditti writes books for him, for and sure. I love Venditti. Yeah, Dice um, Would I have loved to have read? Yeah, Dice has got the new one coming out with Tomas Girolo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Dice Art. The art looks beautiful. Like Thomas is a fucking genius. But like, mm-hmm. do I want to buy the book? I mean, I would love to, but not with the shenanigans. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. It's like when uh when that like uh what was it? I mean, this happens on Kickstarter all the time. 
But the, I think the example I gave when we talked about this last time was uh, Berserker, the Keanu Reeves book. Because uh, it was kickstarted. Like, why? It's Keanu Reeves' book. Like, I'm sure Keanu Reeves can afford to kickstart his own comic. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, like, why kickstart it? It's Keanu Reeves. Like, some publisher is going to pick this book up. Right. Right? Uh, another example, Scott Snyder and Nocturna. Like, yep. he kickstarted the first issue. And then, like, it got picked up by a publisher. Of course it will. It's Scott Snyder. Why wouldn't he get right. picked up? Right. right. So, like, these kind of shenanigans I don't like. Mm-hmm. Right? Because, like, people that use platforms like Kickstarter are doing it because they have a, a great idea that they want to bring to life. Um, But a publisher doesn't want to give them a chance because, like, maybe they never wrote a comic before. Right? Or, like, they're just, like, indie. And, like, nobody has given them a chance to go into, like, a publisher that somebody knows. Uh, for whatever reason, it doesn't yeah, mean that the comic's using bad. It to, to cross the finish line with the help of their fans and support. Exactly, exactly. But somebody like Scott Snyder, whom I love and respect, like no, no bad words against him, or Keanu Reeves, like they don't need a platform like Kickstarter. Yeah, right. I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, a bad idea. And like using Kickstarter or anything like that. Well, dude, it's like when Archie did their Kickstarters. Like, they canceled their Kickstarters because people were so outraged that a comic book publisher would do a Kickstarter. Well, guess what? Archie was going bankrupt. What else are they going to do? Right. Right? Like, nobody's buying their comics, so they're doing Kickstarters. Right. Okay? That makes sense to me. Luckily, they got that CW money, so now they don't need to do Kickstarters. Um, But still, like, back then, they didn't have that. Right. Anyways, so so it's the same thing with bad, bad idea, where you like taking this platform, the, these tropes and ideas that many people hold very dear about supporting their local comic shop, uh, and to me, it's just like kind of shitting on it. Okay, uh, and again, no disrespect to anybody that works there or writes books for them or draws comics for them or sure. edits books or whatever. Like, not even like founding people like Dinesh, right? I love Dinesh. I talked to Dinesh many a time. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's not, I'm not saying anything bad about any individual. I just, I don't like this, like, um, like hyper capitalization of, of the thing. Mm. Right. Where you're just like becoming a parody of, of your industry. Uh, and that's what it is. And so all this long diatribe to, to say that they just announced this like final five. Okay. Which Mm -hmm. is like, I didn't even like reply to any of these comments. Okay. Um, I think Sean had posted something on Twitter, um, about it. And, and I just did like a, a, a off slight comment, like, yeah, right. Um, but like that was my reply because I just, I don't even care to engage. Right. Sure. Um, cause like I know it's bullshit. Right. So they announced that they're published, they're, they're announcing their, their last five books, their final five books. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're they're going out of business. Right. Uh, here's our, our last five books. And so they announced them all today. They all look great. I would love to read them. But again, not with all these shenanigans around it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so they're announced. I think they all end by the end of the year. And then bad ideas, no more. Because they're probably going to launch like really bad idea. Right. That's... Or like m- maybe this one's a good idea. Right. You see what, what I, I mean? was curious about. Yeah. <clears throat> um, which is obviously the case. Like, I hope 
Nobody is buying into the fact that this is the last books that these people are ever going to publish. I don't, I, I really hope that nobody honestly believes that. And, and, you know, I, even though I'm not replying, I am keeping an eye on the conversation. And I mean, there are people that seem to think that that's true. Like, oh no, but I love your books. Uh, mm-hmm. I hope you, I hope you didn't believe that it's the last five. Uh, but I think most people are replying like, wink, wink. You know what I mean? Like the old Nick, wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those. And, uh, and that's fine. So you think it will be the last five for this incarnation? Yeah, it'll be the last five for a bad idea. And then they'll relaunch as like really bad idea, right? Or another bad idea. Yep, yep. And just do like a whole new set of things. That's the feeling I get as well. Yeah, which I don't like. I don't like. And see, you know, there's there's the old adage, right? Will this be the way that they can change their business model? Well... And to that. add in digital or to add in trades or guess what? The people that should be making money are the comic book shops. And who cares if they're selling whatever special cover on eBay? Because I'm pretty sure that comic book shop owner, he's probably putting that money right back into his comic book shop. He ain't going out and buying a car with it. He's barely right. surviving. Right. So why not? Right. Help? If you want to help them out, give them exclusive covers that they can sell to their white whale customers or they can put on eBay and recoup some money that way. Correct. Correct. Um, and again, no bad words against any individuals. No, okay? not at all. But I'm just curious uh, if they're going to change their hard stances and test out different ways to do it. Y- absolutely. Here, I'm, I'm going to give you a, a real world example of what I'm talking about. Okay. And if my wife is listening, I hope she doesn't get mad. Well, she already uh, my, is because you discussed oh, your that, finance meeting. That's very true. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we recycle. Okay. We, we pay extra to our, our trash company to, to have a, a blue can to put our recycling in. Sure. That they just toss in with all the other garbage. Yeah. Correct. Conspiracy um, theory. Yes. Sure. 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 Yes. For sure. Uh, probably also true. But it makes you um, feel better at the end. I was gonna say, is it a conspiracy theory if it's true though? No, but it does make you feel better that you're separating out stuff. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So, so we recycle and, uh, we don't generate a lot of trash. Like, you know, we get trash pickup once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, like our trash cans, like maybe half full. Sure. Okay. Uh, and you know, there's, there's three of us in the house. So, I mean, you would think like my neighbor across the street lived by himself. Uh, you know, fake wife, fake wife. I mean, supposedly he's got, he's got a wife. Um, <laughs> but I don't think he does. This is the real like, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, his trash is like overflowing every Thursday when they pick up. Sure, sure. Right. I have like a bag of trash in there. Maybe two. Um, yeah, I think, I think the key would be to do a, uh, what the hell is it? A, um, oh, what the hell is it? The compost pile. You want to so, recycle so that? That's the better way to do that. Yes, yes. Uh, so I've talked to my wife about that. Um, we we might be doing that. Nice. Um, but anyway, so we recycle. Are, are recycling overflowing? Like we have like to put shit on the side, right? Sure. Uh, great. We recycle. But like, w- what impact does that have? Right? Like, why do we have so much recycling? Right? Like, are you ordering like something from Amazon every day? 
right? Where you like have all these boxes from Amazon. Sure. Right? Like what's, is it better to like not order all this shit every day? Maybe do like one order so they all deliver at once. Yeah. Right? You might have the same number of boxes, but like is the impact more when you do that than to recycle your boxes, right? Sure. Or like, uh, we started watching, uh, Seaspiracy. Have you seen that? Uh, no. Oh, holy shit. Um, do not, if you decide, just, just take a peek at it. If you decide to watch it, don't do it just due to the cruise director. There's a lot of blood. Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, but it's this guy that did this documentary. Uh, he started documenting like the, the garbage patch in the Pacific, right? Oh. Uh, and, and like how that was destroying the environment. And that mm-hmm. like evolved into this documentary in which like that's actually like bullshit. Talk about conspiracy theory. The, the garbage patch is real. Um, but it's bullshit. Like the whole banding of straws and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like 1% of the garbage patch. Like 90% of it is, uh, like plastic fishing nets. Um, wow. like commercial fishermen just like dump their nets in the sure. ocean. I, I uh, so it fish. became this whole thing about like how the, the commercial fishing industry is the, the real environmental destroyer and not like plastic straws. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's very intense. Wow. Uh, we, we started watching it. My wife had to stop within like 15 minutes, right? It's like what that, that SeaWorld documentary. What was that one called? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was it The Cove? The Cove. That's it. Yeah. Um, it's like that. We're like, it's they show these like fishermen in Japan, like mass killing dolphins. Yeah. Um, because like dolphins eat fish and so they're going to catch less fish, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so she's like, I can't watch this. And so like, I mean, I'm not going to argue with her, right? Like, if that's what she feels, that's fine. Right. But, like, my my thought is, like, this shit's happening, right? Right. So, like, my wife won't buy Purdue Chicken, right? Because she's seen a documentary about Purdue Chicken Farms. Sure. And it, and she was disgusted. She's like, we're never buying a Purdue product again. Okay, right. cool. But, like, what about the fish? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the, the chicken farm thing was easy because they just show, like, chickens with chicken shit on them right uh this fish documentary they're showing like animals getting slaughtered so they can catch more fish and they just like throw the dead whales and and dolphins back in the ocean so like it's it's more visceral right because you've seen these animals getting killed on on footage Um, but like it's the same thing you know what i mean so like Mm -hmm. should we stop eating fish uh and he goes into like uh fish farming and how that's worse than like the actual fishing (laughs) for sure uh, in terms of waste and stuff. Anyway, so really fascinating documentary. But you see what I mean? Like you have like these things that you could do that can cause like real impact, right? Like this is one of the reasons I haven't done Disney Plus. It's not because I don't want to watch One Division or Loki or whatever. Uh, I just I have this like visceral reaction towards Disney as a company. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just I don't want to support Disney by getting Disney Plus. I you know what you. I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, sure. I love Star Wars, but I mean, like, I own Star Wars. I can watch it whenever I want, right? Right. Um, right. and like, unfortunately, I'm still going to go and watch these, like, Marvel movies when they come on theaters, right? Sure. Or whenever they're streaming. Um, so like, I guess in a way, I'm going to do it, but like, at least I'm, I'm making some adjustment. You know what I mean? We're like, I don't really want to support this company, like, unless I have to, right? You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, 
and I guess I don't have to watch their movies. Um, but I kind of like really want to, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, um, what would make you purchase bad idea stuff or get hooked up into their ecosystem? Would it be putting out trades? Like, and, and so that's the, the weird thing, right? So that's the weird thing. Like, the thing I'm I don't point. understand, the thing I don't understand is why not just do digital? Include it in your business model. Like, I get, you know, the lion's share of your money is going to come from physical books, but digital copies are right there. Like, that's, that's just free money. Yeah. The, the cost of producing a digital comic is zero, right? right? Um, once you already have your, your physical book created. Okay. The, the cost to replicate is zero. Right. Whether you make one or a billion, the price is the same. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I, I don't understand that. Like I get people want physical books. I get all that stuff. Okay. I'm For not sure. arguing that. Uh, I'm just talking about in terms of a publisher, why wouldn't you push that? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, to, to like not piss off shops where guess what? Like you're only selling to a select group of shops anyway. So you're pissing some shops off, right? Because you have this what? like do the old business model of have two stories and have your back story that's eight pages have that only available in physical copies. Like you, you can offer a special incentive to a physical copy to every reader, and then that wouldn't piss off the comic shop because a digital copy you're only getting whatever it is two-thirds of the book but for me i'm well, getting the main story like the thing that look, i'm not getting is the side story right 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 and look i think and i think differently right so like i don't have a problem spending 5.99 on a digital comic mm-hmm. okay as long as i get the comic if i want to read it i'm gonna buy it sure right I don't care how much it costs or where I can find it. I just want to be able to find it wherever I want, right? Like I said, we're not in 1994, Nick. This is the future, buddy. I agree. Right? That's why. We, that's why I want. We should have flying cars by now, according to the Jetsons. Where's my yeah. flying car? I should be on a hover, a hover skateboard. For God's sakes, I've seen Back to yeah. the Future. Yeah, me too. Wait, that was this year, wasn't it? Or was that 2020? That I second don't... movie. Yeah, the second movie was 2020. I thought. 2020, right? Yeah, see? Yeah. Listen, they got it right. Yeah. Trump was president. They got that right. Where's my hoverboard? (laughs) Right. Right? I want that. Just like I want to... Listen, if I want to consume something, I want to consume it however the fuck I want. Right. If I want to consume it digitally, then let me do so digitally. Um, But here's the thing. So to answer your question, what's it going to take to get me back? Right now, I don't know. Because the thing is, even if they institute a whole brand new model, we're like, now anything's available however you want. You want a trade, you get a trade. You want a hardcover, you get a hardcover. You want digital, you get a digital. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, like, it doesn't change anything for me because they've already gone with this, like, again, hyper-capitalized marketing thing that I just, it just rubs me the wrong way. Right. Right. And it's not like, I'm some fucking heathen or like a socialist or something and I don't participate in, in democracy and capitalism. Of course I do. I love my Apple products. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, like there's a fine line. You know what I mean? A fine line. Um, and, and to me, like this might seem like very far flung to some, but to me, this is very like reminiscent of the mentality behind like, all the like the QAnon, for example, right? The, this like uber conspiracy mindset. Um, 
where like everyone's got their own separate reality, right? And there's no like inherent truth in anything. Mm. Uh, just like th- this, this hyper capitalization, th- these like ab- completely absurd marketing techniques. Um, just like completely like disregard like any like social basis that we've like created. You know what I mean? It just like makes fun of those things. Uh, and again, very, very small line to, to toe because like this is why South Park was so popular, right? Because mm-hmm. they took like social norms and made fun of them. Uh, but like in a way that like if you paid attention, you're like, oh shit, like this is deep, right? In between the dick jokes, there's some deep shit going on. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, I just, I just don't want, uh, this, this matrix reality, uh, to, to become some like joke of itself. And, and to me, like these techniques just like make fun of, of being a comic book reader, if that makes sense. Makes fun of the collecting aspect. That's for sure. Uh, yes, but at the expense of the reader. Sure. Yeah. One and the same. Yeah, because the reader can't get it. You see what I mean? I'm I'm expecting, to be honest with you, and this might just be all conspiracy. I'm half expecting them to say bad ideas no more because it's a good idea that IDW just bought us. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> like that's sort of how I'm expecting this to go. Oh, hilarious! Like yeah. Oh. Now we're on board with a with a company that will let us let all the creators hold on to their own IP, and mm-hmm. it's a business model now moving forward. You know, it's like that's yeah. sort of, and maybe that's a cynical view, but that's sort of what I'm expecting. Well, I you know, part of it them to be gone by the end of the year. And be oh no, 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 that's great. Like if that's the case, they would, and we've seen plenty of comic book companies fold. If that was the case, none of these creators publishers, whatever, none of them would be on social media touting their project coming out right? because it would all be on to the new one. Right. Yeah. What's the point of the company's going on there? Why why promote it? Yeah. At this Um, point, it's a fire sale and it's like, well, I already made my money writing that or, you know, drawing it. So I'm on, I'm, I'm hustling right now. I'm back on the hustle horse trying to find my next thing, my next gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, we'll see, Nick. We'll see. Um, what would bring you in? Or do you just feel like it's the, the doors open and you're like, you're just not going to go in? Like, oh boy, what would bring me in? Cause you can't I mean, again, creator, because at this point they have pretty much every creator you dig. Oh yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. yeah so for sure. like, they can't entice you that way. And it's not really, they're not working with any, you know, IP that's like an outstanding IP. That's like, Oh my God, they're going to be writing a moon Knight story or a Batman. Like they're not doing that. So that can't entice you back. Yeah. Uh, or is the business model so set that you're just like, I I think I have to punt the ball. I'm done. I, I, I don't, I don't see my, I don't see a way in. Sure. If you met up with, Dewan at a comic book convention and he brought all of his comics. I'm sure you'd read them all, but yeah, I'd probably read them. Yeah. Would you, would you be, would anything beyond that entice you to like, all right, I'm going to go to my comic book store 
I'm going to start up, I'm going to add that to my pull list and, you know, I'm part of the hive. Hmm. Um, hmm. <clears throat> you know, I, uh, I dance to the rhythm of my own drum, Nick. I know. That's so, why I'm uh, asking if, if this can be part of the drum beat. Or yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't care, uh, where the hive's dancing. Um, I, you know, to be honest, I don't even know, like, if, if there's anything to, to make me come back. I was trying to like go through all the scenarios. Yeah. Um, like they can change the, the policies and, and tone the, the marketing down a little bit and all that. Um, but I don't think that would change anything for me. Cause like it, it's, it's just done. feel like they're thumbing their nose too much at the collector. Yeah. Re- yeah. It's just, it's just like already done. Right. Um, like we've talked about this with like, uh, what was it? Like House of Cards, right? What's his name? Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Um, like, okay, so he's a pedophile. Like, do I like erase House of Cards from memory? Like, House of Cards was a good fucking show, right? The first couple seasons. Yeah, uh, but bad. You already, I, you already watched hurt, it, right? Like, get over hurting it. Hurting any, anything and they're not being canceled. There's a big difference. Well, that, that that's true. That's true. They're not hurting anybody, uh, indirectly. Um, and they're not being canceled. But it's this thing where, like, when you... Do you hmm. think... Let me throw this out. Do you think that this is a marketing ploy that might or might not have been taken to an area that maybe they might or might not wanted to have gone, but now it's a Pandora's box situation that they can't put the genie back in the bottle type of thing? So you know what it could be? It could be like, hey, let's try this thing. Right, like we'll distribute our own comics. We'll do it only for shops, so we get shop support. This and the other, um, and like you know, there's that old uh, old saying: "There's no such thing as bad marketing." Um, I mean, I appreciate the the quote. I don't know how true that is, because um, you know, if you're like over marketing, it is like you're you're rubbing your nose in something, right? Um, and and that'll rub some people the wrong way. And so, like, sure, you might get some interest from the additional publicity. Right? Mm-hmm. When people are like, oh, like, what's so great about this? Because I can't get it, right? Like this FOMO mentality, sure. um, which I fucking hate because, like, man, this this is like a, a conversation I, I don't want to have on this podcast. Um, wow. What the hell? Yeah. Well, I, I have very I, – I have very – I have very strong feelings about this. Um, well, where else would yeah. you be sharing it? What the heck? You can go to the alchemicalmind.com and maybe we'll talk about it there. Yay. You don't um, talk about comic books on that podcast. Get out of here. That's true. That's true. Um, no, I have very strong feelings about this. Um, you know, talking about conspiracy theories, there's this like, there's this like really strong feeling where like, in in order for the system that we have created for ourselves um in the west and i mean most of the world by now i guess um where like you you have to keep feeding the system for the system to reinforce itself um so like you have to you have to buy more shit so yeah, it's consumerism so that you can have more shit so you can buy more shit, so you can have right. more shit. And if, if your neighbor has it, you gotta have one twice as good. 
Yeah, it's um, the black hole of consumerism. You're never gonna yes. feed the need. So, so there's a, a really interesting theory that I'm not gonna go into, um, black capitalism or, or death capitalism, um, where it, it views the idea that in a, in a hyper capitalist system, the, the central commodity is no longer, uh, products, but it's like life force. Okay. Uh, and this is not a philosophical thing. It's an economics theory. Um, and so like you basically you're, you're feeding the machine with like people's livelihoods, literally. Um, and, 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 and to me, I think people are much better and much more than that, but we're, we're kind of stuck in this system where like, that the ability to choose is taken from you. Okay. I don't know if this is bad idea. See, my, my, my question previously, I'm going down the road of a lot of craft beer creators. They uh-huh. come across with this hipster F off. We're going to brew it our way. We don't care about these styles or these fly by night, like, we're not going to follow the trends. We're going to make our own trends. And then you That's, sort of got, you sort of get put into a box that the mainstream doesn't really, you're not, if you don't latch onto the mainstream, then you're sort of put off to the side and you have your own little like dedicated group of people. But if you yeah, are but, brought into the mainstream, then you still have to tout that F off attitude, even if your company doesn't really subscribe to that attitude anymore they just want to make good beer for you know as many people as possible where yeah, but before see, this they, is... they needed that foothold and that's where i think bad idea sort of falls into they want to stand out a little bit and i wonder now that voice from the machine they have to still like they have to stick with it because that's what they're touting at this point so I think that's a nice sentiment, but I'll, I'll, uh, politely disagree. Um, because, all right, there, there are legitimately counterculture groups like what you're talking about. Okay. Where they're like, ah, uh, you know, we're going to use this hops from this place because it's the best because of this reason. And that makes our beer better. Right. And so, and so this leads to, like it starts off small, right? And it's like, oh yeah, like that sounds great. Like for whatever reason, this hop has to be better. No, so I'm not I'm talking gonna... ingredients. I'm talking marketing attitude. That's all I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this, but this is related because you're you're marketing in in the case that I used a particular ingredient. Okay, your ingredient is the attitude, right? Like we're gonna stick it to the man. Okay, buy our product because we. Blah, 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 right? We don't use commercial brewers or whatever. We, we do it in our backyard with a still that we built from old car tires or something. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. And people are like, Oh my God, that's amazing. Like these people are geniuses. They built their own still from car tires. That beer must be amazing because they're so smart that they did this thing. Right. So let me go buy this beer. Right. Um, except. Like this works in a very small scenario, but as you start getting the network effect, people are like, oh, it's like this goddamn alcoholic seltzer water. Like who wants to drink alcoholic water? I don't understand. Yeah. 
Okay? But it's got pretty packaging. So guess what? You want the pretty packaging because it speaks to you. Okay? Because you're a fucking idiot monkey uh, that just buys the shiny object. Okay? This is what I'm getting at. Okay? Uh, I'm trying to be, like, very, like, doing an overview of this thing because, again... This is like way too philosophical and I feel very strongly about it. And I don't want to spend four hours talking about this on this show because I know I've already bored people enough today with my budgeting meeting. Okay. Um, but I feel very strongly about this because what happens is you start off this way. You, you create this counterculture. There's a fantastic skit in Portlandia about this. Okay. Have you ever seen Portlandia? No, no interest. All right. No, that's fine. Uh, there's a fantastic skit about this, uh, where there's this like hipster guy, okay, and he works at like a bike shop, right? Because he's a hipster and he rides a bike instead of a car, because he's counterculture. Everyone drives a car. He drives a he he, he rides his mo- his bicycle and uh-huh. he works at a bicycle shop so he can fix his own bicycle. Um, but then like the neighborhood gets gentrified, right? So rich people start moving in, and now they see like people are riding bicycles. They want a bicycle, so they go to the bicycle shop. And the guy's like, ugh, you want a bicycle? Bicycles are over, right? So, you know, he's hanging out in the next section of the skit at a coffee shop, right? Little mom and pop coffee shop. And, uh, you know, just the hipsters hang out there, right? But now the rich people are moving in. They're gentrifying the place. And so the rich people want some coffee. They go to the coffee shop. And now the hipsters hate it because this is the hipster coffee shop. Why is the rich guy coming in here? So now the coffee shop is over, Right. And so they move on to the next thing and the next thing. Um, and then eventually you see the hipster has now found some like corporate job, right? And so like he's at Starbucks drinking his, his latte on his laptop. And, uh, and this hipster comes into the Starbucks and gets coffee. And now he's like, ugh, why is the hipster here? Right? Starbucks is over now. You see what I mean? <laughs> so like this is how it, it works, right? Like you find some cool thing. Right. And you feel like you're so cool because nobody's into this thing but you. Right. And maybe like a few select friends. But then like everybody else starts thinking it's cool. Right. And you get the network effect. We're like, oh, he thinks it's cool. So maybe I should be into this. Right. Because then I want to be cool, too. I want to be in the end group. Uh, and so people that like originally found it. Right. The hipster is like, oh, fuck it. This is over. I'm going to move on to the next thing. But that thing keeps gathering steam. And it's the same thing with these breweries. Right. Or a company like Bad Idea. You start off like trying to stick it to the man, but then like you make a few dollars because you stuck it to the man and you end up becoming the man. You see what I mean? Sure. Um, is there a solution? I don't fucking know. I'm not an economist. Um, but, uh, but that's the way that it works. And so, and so I think this whole like really like aggressive marketing, uh, like satirical marketing works if you're in on the joke. Mm-hmm. But for a lot of people, they're not in on the joke. For you sure. Know what I mean, and so on those people, you're taking advantage of those people because they're too stupid to realize the joke. Um, and so that's why I said at that point, you're taking the the ability to choose from those people um, because as advanced as people think they are, we're still like just monkeys with nuclear missiles, right? Um if King Monkey tells me to do it, I'm going to do it because he's King Monkey. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. why Elon Musk, like everybody follows Elon Musk and does whatever he says because uh, he builds electric cars and he's going to Mars. And that's super cool. I want to I want to have an electric car and go to Mars. I want to be like Elon Musk. So I'm going to do stupid shit that Elon Musk says. 
Um, so do you see, Elon Musk, Elon Musk is not an idiot, right? He knows better. His friends know better. But all the fucking idiots don't know any better. And so I think it's the same way with this bad idea thing. Um, but Elon and, Musk and, has pretty much become like Steve Jobs as well. They become tastemakers. And do you the think difference, that's the, the difference being goal? the difference being that Elon Musk has become a satire of Elon Musk, whereas sure. Steve Jobs was genuine and true to his vision. I agree, but I'm just saying in a broad scope. Do you think that's what bad ideas looking at? Well, 10,000 10, so, feet view, that type of thing. Maybe. And see, so the other thing is all these guys that work there are, are smart as shit. For sure. Like really, really fucking smart. Um, and how do I want to put this? But a lot of the creators obviously love the people that brought them there. Sure. So are they making the big bucks that they could at at bigger places? Probably not. They probably cut their rate down because they believe in the, the crew that got assembled and they want to do something with them. So they're not in it for a financial gain. Right. You know what I'm saying? But like Which, how how much of a tastemaker are they trying to be like I can't figure out the end game. That's the thing. So so going back to this broader view, um, the thing that I mean, and again, I could be wrong, but the the feeling that it gives me um, is like, hey, we're gonna try this bad idea. I mean, the, you call the company a bad idea because you know that what you're doing is a bad idea, right? Mm-hmm. But you hope it works because it might, right? You're doing this sure. crazy marketing shit; it might work. Sure, sure. Um, and so then, bad idea itself becomes a, a parody of bad idea because it it wasn't a bad idea; it was a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um. But then you have like this plausible deniability, right? So do you like, feel like your idea, is, your idea really was a bad idea. Right. You know what I mean? And you, and you lost a shit ton of money with this business model. Um, but you know, we're already in it. So let's just milk it as it is and we just relaunch it and we'll do trades and, and physical and digital comics and whatever else. Okay. I'm not saying this is the case. Um, but this is just like, you know, I, I, I'm trying to, to see if it passes a sniff test. So this could be almost a fishing expedition for we're going to take what we learned and this is our whatever bad idea 2.0 moving forward. Cause you're right. I, it feels to me, it feels like a fishing expedition, like maybe one or two of the things that we put in stone that needs to be, this is our, our edict. These are our walking papers. Maybe two of them do stick and they realize, Ooh, our audience will do this and will follow this or the retailers will do this. And maybe they build on that. Right. Um, and it could be kind of like, um, Oh God, what do they call that? There's a term for this. Um, man, I wish I remembered. Um, but kind of like, um, Oh God, what's the term in finance? Uh, like a shell company. Sure. Okay. Sure. Um, which kind of goes along with what you just said. Like you create this, this new way of trying to do comics, right? To see like what sticks and what doesn't. Um, but that was never your intention. Like you never planned on being bad idea for the next 50 years, right? Mm-hmm. What you did was you were testing different things out 
without having to go through your your funding run through. Okay. Without the checks uh, and balances. Exactly. You're just like A B testing. Yeah. And and you get to a place where like you know when A works and when B works. And so now you're gonna relaunch your real thing, right? You're gonna you're gonna launch Valiant or Comics. Mm-hmm. Okay, and this is Valiant or Comics' business model. Okay, and when people ask you, well, what did you learn from Bad Idea? Then you can be all serious about it, right? Um, you you don't have is, to admit to that any- is interesting because because just going back to what you said, just the idea, the name, and what they're doing. If anyone gets legal feathers in a ruffle, they can always fall back on. Well, what do you expect? We call that bad idea. We we right. we laid everything out on purpose. Like we weren't there to take anything from anyone. We let you know up front what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's ins- that demystifies a lot. That removes a lot of smoke and mirrors. If that's true, what you just said. And again, that, I'm not saying it's true. Right. I'm and I said if it if that does bear fruit, that that gives a lot more purpose to what they initially started off doing. Yes. It, it, it lines the puzzle pieces up a little bit easier. Cause right now I'm very confused by this. It yes. just does, and it, again, there's, there's 18 wanna, things that just does not make sense. I want to clarify. I'm not saying any of this is malicious. No, good God. Okay. No. I want to I make that perfectly clear. This Marvel is all very well within and, the bounds of the way things work. For sure, but the big companies can't do stuff that small companies can do. They're not as agile. They're not as like flowy. Where a small Correct. company like this can take risks, yes, and you know do stuff and and try to challenge you know decades old like practices. And that's what small companies should be doing. Yes, you know we were never supposed to have hybrid cars. We were never supposed to have electric cars. Everybody said no, 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 and. Hey, look, look what's happening. Like, yes. but it took decades to get there. Yes. So obviously everyone that works there is very smart. Again, I'm, sure. I have to, re, I have to reiterate this. Sure. Okay. Cause I don't want somebody to listen to this and like, you know, call oh, Dinesh up and be like, you won't yeah. believe what Martin said. No, right? no, no. I, I treat them like pioneers. I just don't uh, 100%. See, I don't, yeah. I don't see that. It just because it doesn't their full grown plan doesn't make sense to me doesn't mean that it's not a fully fleshed out plan. And they don't have to share any of that. They're like, we're not stockholders. They don't have to bear any of this. They don't have to absolutely they don't have to give any clarity to anybody. But Absolutely. Are they some of the smartest brains in comic books? Uh for sure. For for sure. And I will bet on that horse every day. Yes. Uh agreed. Now, will I participate is a different story, right? And right. my answer for right now is still no. And that's completely your option. And I would think everyone at Bad Idea would be like, yeah, we're not t- demanding that anyone buys our books. Sure, exactly, exactly. Right. Well, and the thing is like – To be honest with you, they could go to Indiegogo. Isn't it Indiegogo where you can pledge money and if the thing doesn't hit its goal that – the people can still just keep your money. Yes. Like they could have done that. Like if they were slimy, they could have done that. There's plenty of people right. that do that. They are right. not and doing that's the anything, thing. anything of the sort. These guys, these guys are not slimy. Okay. No. They've been in comics for years. For sure. 
The, their okay. passion and, and love of the industry is, has been their shoot. I mean, we could pull out <laughs> 30 interviews of any one of these people and, and show like how passionate they are about the industry. And not just that, like aside from Joe Pruitt, uh, the, the ex Valiant guys that are now a bad idea, um, are, are by far, and, and anybody else don't take offense, but in my uh, personal experience, by far some of the most like passionate people about creating comics I've ever met in my entire life. Okay. Yep. And I'm not talking about like individual creators. I'm talking about like people running the company. No, okay. Business people. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's a reason why like editors don't have booths at Comic Cons. It's because nobody gives a shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. But people would go to cons to see Dinesh or Hunter or any of these guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's, there's a reason for that. Okay. So I'm not denying any of that. Okay. Right. Super smart, super passionate. Okay. But because they're so smart and so passionate, I know that this is not, this cannot be the, the, the final uh, the version of Ultron. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We have not seen, yeah. uh, Ultra, we have not seen, uh, Mecha Godzilla's final form. Correct. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, I just don't like it. I just don't yeah. like it. And that's fine. And, and, you know, from their business model, I'm not the demographic for their books. And I don't have a problem with that. Right. Right. Like I choose not to read them. That's my choice. They don't care. Like there's people that want to read their books and that's great. Yeah. That's um, cool. You know, just like people love, uh, what's the company? Zenoscope? Like, there's some Zenoscope book that I like. But like, I'm not the demographic. You know what I mean? Like, I don't read comics to see boobs. Um, right. I read comics just to, like have fun for a few minutes and, uh, and go into these like magical fantasy worlds. That's it. Um, so that's fine. There's something for everybody. Just, uh, just this one's not for I me. I needed your two, I needed your two cents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you open up a can of worms and I try to be as, as succinct as possible. Um, well, I also wanted to share my opinion and see if it lined up with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, when people ask questions of us on, on Twitter, I, I like, I like to respond to them. So thank you for that. I appreciate the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, and I, I always try to be honest because like everyone used to think that like I work for Valiant, right? Cause like, I was friendly with all the Valiant guys, and that's not the case. Uh, and I always made it clear that, like, I'm very honest about my opinions. If, if I think something's a horse of shit, then it's it's just it's shit. Um, just because like a Val- Valiant puts out a book doesn't mean it's automatically five stars. Like, I'll I'll be honest about it. Um, and just because I like these guys doesn't mean I have to like like what they're doing at the moment. And I don't. Well, the great thing is. If you don't like anything, you go back to the old adage of, well, then I just won't talk about it. Unless pushed to talk about it. You'll just, you won't say nothing. And guess what? That, that lets everybody know exactly where you're standing on it without you saying anything. And I'm the same way. I don't, I don't like to paint with as much negativity paint as positivity. Yeah. 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 And, And again, that's why I don't engage in the conversation on Twitter. On bad yeah. idea, right? Because it's just not worth it for me. I, I I don't care that much, right? Um, but you know, there is a person that has commented several times because they know me from from Valiant, um, and, and there's been you know probably a half a dozen people that have asked me on D via DM since since they launched like what I thought about the books, 
so like it was bound to happen that we talked about it. Um, I was just never playing or bringing it up, to be honest. <laughs> I'll, I apologize for bringing it up. No, no, no. I mean, like, I'm glad you did because, like, I, I think there is some important stuff to think about in there. Um, about like the, the, the decisions that you feel you make on, on what you or don't consume. Right. Um, so just, just, you know, I, I just had a few, a few thoughts about it and I wanted to express those whether you did or not. And I always like an innovative marketing strategy and plan. So that's always interesting to me. For sure. And I I like when people think outside the box. I like when breweries hook up with comic book artists and they'll have them draw a beer label or draw one of their posters or a t-shirt. I like that because guess what? I like both forms. So right. that, that's fun to me. And, uh, yeah, if somebody from Bad Idea wants to talk to me about this privately, I'll be happy to. Okay. If they want to correct anything that I said, I'd be happy to. I'm not going to publish it on the podcast because it's not that serious. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like me, maybe me getting to a, a philosophical argument here made it seem more serious than, than it actually is. Uh, to me, it's not that serious. Like, I don't want to participate. I don't talk about it. Period. Um, but I, I'll I be happy to. We were, I, I, I'm happy to be wrong. So if anybody I don't, wants I don't to correct think me, we by were all means. in in any type of an argument. We were in a discussion. No, 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 no for sure. For I sure. think it's good, and I and I like thinking about. I mean, we shoot. We have the same discussion when a Marvel movie teaser trailer comes out. And we're speculating on that and how that's going to lay into the comics and how that's going to lay into the Marvel universe. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. half, half the time we're wrong, but who the hell cares? Mm-hmm. It's just our two cents. Like we don't know anything. And if we did, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be sharing it publicly. If we know we can't share things publicly. We'll see if we were smart, we would sell the copper in our two cents. Cause that's worth more than two cents. Mm, very good. Mm, Why do we mm. still have pennies anyway? This is insane. Yep. That's why if you have any gold dollars laying around, you better keep them jokers. Mm. You know, the one thing that I always thought was a conspiracy, mm. but then when I actually found out it was truth, it sort of rocked my world. Yeah. Uh, Aliens sort of, on the NASA no, channel. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> all of these big businesses asking do you want to round up your your money or uh, for charity like, yeah like at mcdonald's ronald mcdonald house or at walgreens yeah. for like you know bob hope's leukemia center whatever yeah, yeah, yeah that all of those donations by these big companies have already been made for the year and they're just trying to recoup the money that they've already donated for the year oh interesting so if it That's, if they donated a million dollars and they got a million five, are they donating the other half a million? I don't know. You tell me. Oh, I don't. Know. I like that. But I did uh, learn about they've already donated that money for the year. The the yeah, money I be, that they're adding that. to it is just to pay them back for their donation that they've gotten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, which, I believe that. Blew my mind when I found that out. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Well, so now know, I'll tell the wife that and I'll be like, no, we ain't going to donate to that. You already don't. All you're trying to do is recoup that. Like, give me a break. Yep. I don't get a tax break from that. You guys did. Yep. Um, that's why uh, some people get mad when I say this. 
<laughs> but this is why I don't donate to charities. Mm. Mm. Um, because like 70% of donations just go to like upkeep costs. In costs. Right? Like paying the CEO and the secretaries and the people on the phone, this, that, and the other. And like a very small amount actually goes to the cause that you want to support. Um, so that's number on one. A lot of the causes do have a large fraction going to the actual cause, but you really yes. have to do your research. The yeah, big, I mean there the there are ones like like Goodwill and like yeah, don't do all that. the big charities. Those are all don't do that. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. Um, there, I mean there there's websites you can go to figure out like the percentage of donations that go to the actual for cause. sure. Uh, So check those out if you want to do like any kind of donations. Um, But you got to think this is the same thing with, uh, you know, I hate to go back to this, but like crypto and stocks and investing. Um, It's the same Ponzi scheme. Um, We're like, there are rich people that donate money in the case of a charity or buy crypto or stocks in very large amounts in the case of of those segments um, that can afford to, you know, I'll donate a million dollars, right? Because I just write that off on my taxes, right? A million dollar loss. Um, so that's a benefit for me. Um, whereas people like it makes it, it feels good to donate money and like help a cause. Right. But like, let's say you make $500 a week and you donate 25, right? Uh, let's make it an even number. Let's make it 50. Okay. Uh, so you're donating 10% of your income to, to a charity. That's fantastic. Right. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but you donated 10% and, uh, and you lost the 10% because you can't file that on your taxes either. Um, but if somebody makes $2 million and they donate $1 million, right? They donate half their net worth. Uh, they don't give a shit. Like that million dollars means nothing because now you don't have to pay taxes. <laughs> uh, like Jeff Bezos, you know, he makes $50 billion a year. His, he pays 0.4% in taxes. Crazy. I mean, I pay, I pay 17% of my income in taxes. Right. Right. I don't make what Jeff Bezos makes. So why am I paying more percentage wise? Yeah. Uh, so it's the same thing with, uh, with, with charities. They have these big events and I've been to these events, by the way. Um, I went to a, a terrific, uh, oyster roast at a, at a local museum. I won't name it because I don't want to call them out. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, I, my wife and I love oysters, right? And, and mm-hmm. we do go to a particular restaurant sometimes to get oysters. I mean, we haven't since COVID, but we used to before that. Sure. Uh, and you, and you know, you spend like 50 bucks on like two dozen oysters, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this was like all you can eat oysters, right? For like 200 people where they're just like dumping like mountains of oysters onto a table and you just go and shuck them. Uh, whatever you want, they just you just shuck them. Sure. Uh, like, I'm talking like you know, twelve foot long tables, right? Right. Uh, free wine, and and you have your food on top of that. Like the oysters are like eat whatever you want, but like you also get your steak dinner and your potatoes and your breakfast and your free wine. Mm-hmm. Um. So so that's where your charity money's going. Okay. Because somebody at the at the event would be like, "Man, this was great. I'm so drunk. Here's a million dollars." Okay. Sure. And that'll cover the cost of the oysters. And then, you know, the 50 bucks left over, we'll give to charity. <laughs> or the, the smart, uh, the smart businesses will go, will reach out to another restaurant and ask for them to donate them. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. Uh, so, so there's always a catch. It's all a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, uh, money's fake, everybody. Don't, don't think otherwise. Sometimes I mean, you, you need it to pay your bills, but it's fake. Yeah, it's fake. When you, uh, when you realize it's fake, then, uh, you can have more fun. It's just a, it's just a game. You're just playing Monopoly every day. Yeah, sometimes you don't want to take that Matrix pill and peek behind the curtain. Eh, once you, uh, once you internalize it, you're cool with it. Right. For sure. Yeah. Cause then you get superpowers like Neo. That's true. It's very You true. didn't know that? Yeah. I, I can stop robots flying at me in midair with my hands. <gasps> I just stick my hand out. Boom. Robot stopped. <laughs> uh-huh. Then I materialize my invisible car and I fly away at it. Oh, a hover vehicle? Yeah. yeah, you didn't know that? It's great. You should try yeah, it. I love it. I love it. You're like take, Nick Fury. You gotta take that pill, Nick. Patch. Yeah. Red pill or blue pill? You choose. <laughs> uh, anyways. What is, is this, this is show? A, should, should you start calling me Bill and I call you Mike? What the heck are we doing with this marathon episode? Oh, is it long? How long is this? It, we're, we're Where almost we hitting three hours. Oh my God. What happened? Where's the time go? What? What? What, what did happened? You take, did you take an edible? I mean, my <laughs> God, it's three hours. What are How we can this be? This it's is impossible. A night. I have to work tomorrow. Yeah, me too. I'm leaving early tomorrow, though. Oh, you rat. I have to work late tomorrow. Oh, do you? Yeah. Uh, I was done with all my work at 830 this morning. Oh, that's the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh. So, so I put a, I stole a printer in my office. Mm-hmm. Here's the weird thing. I didn't have a printer in my office. Good. My printer was right outside my office mm. and it was shared with like a, a section. Okay. Like some yeah. of the folks that work in the back office with me. Yeah. Sure. Uh, we'll use the same printer. Yeah. Uh, except, yeah. Except they rarely print much of anything. Yeah. It's 2021, buddy. Uh, yeah, but I print a shit ton of stuff. Oh, brother. Because I have to, like, send a bunch of stuff to accounting at corporate and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to, like, print it out, scan it to my email, and then email it to them. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So I use this thing all the time. So I have mm-hmm. to, like, get up, get out of my office, go across the hall, get my shit, like, stand like a dumbass at the scanner, right? Like, you know, what's that movie? Uh, office space. It's like office space. Sure. I'm, yeah. I'm the dumbass sitting at the damn printer getting my shit. Um, so I, I got tired of it. So I, I moved it. I talked to the maintenance guy. I was like, can we move this printer? I asked him two days ago and, uh, still wasn't moved. Yesterday I asked him, still wasn't moved. Today I asked him, still wasn't moved. And then he had to go and run to another building. So I'm like, you know mm-hmm. what? I'm just going to move it my goddamn self. I'm a smart Uh-oh. cookie. I, I know my IT stuff. So I did. I went to Best Buy. I got me 50 feet of uh, Cat 6. And uh, I popped up all the tiles, the ceiling tiles. I hooked it up, put it in my office, right on my desk. And then uh, then stuff starts coming out of the printer. And I didn't print it. And so yeah. I get a knock on my – I keep my office door open. Get a knock what about on the door. all the other people networked in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, hey, uh, what's the printer? Something happens to the printer? I'm like, yeah, it's right here next to my desk. Oh, well, why is it there? Cause you guys don't print anything, but like, you know, two pages a day, I have to print like the library of Congress every day. So I put it right next to me. So did and, they come uh, in and get their, um, coupon for uh dairy queen from the printer <laughs> that they just printed out? <laughs> no, 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 no. But one, one girl's like, well, 
so if I've got to print something, what do I do? What do you mean, what do you do? You you knock on the door, you come inside and you get your shit and go. <laughs> you <Yeah>. went. <laughs> what do they think? Uh, they're going to interrupt you? I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess I could see that in an office environment. You don't want to be walking into somebody's office left or right. I mean, maybe, but, you know. But the chances of somebody printing more than, like, one thing a month is pretty slim. Dude, I'm telling you, literally, like, one or two pages a day is what they need to print. Right. I'm just saying one person. Like, times that by the 30 people that are networked in, yeah, there's going to be something being printed out every day. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they can't think of that it's going to bug me. Like no. I tell them every, every week we have a meeting and I'm like, my door stays open for a reason. If you Is need something, you just coming in. Yeah. Better network to this printer. So yes. you're not talking about somebody else on the floor that like isn't part of your team. No, no, no. Oh, well then F them. Just tell them to come in and get it. Or right. if you're in a meeting, wait till the meeting's over. Like, give me a break. No, dude. I always tell them if my door's closed, don't even knock. There's a reason it's closed. If it's open, right. just fucking come in. Yeah, that's ah, that sounds like a non-problem. It is a non-problem, but you know, some people like to make you problems up, out of nothing. But you shook up status quo. That's the problem. Yeah, probably. Well, it, it, this is my favorite one though, because every day, like somebody comes up to me, "Hey, Martin, we have a problem," and what's my reply? There's no problem. There's no problem. Because then they tell me what the problem is, and the, the solution is literally like four words that come out of my mouth. You know what I mean? So I'm like, that was not a problem. <laughs> come back that, when that, there is a problem. Yeah, that's my four words. That was not a problem. Yeah. Um, I think that what well, the problem is, they're, they're like used to a, a particular style of management. The guy that was there before me was there for years, mm-hmm. and uh, he was very hands-off. Mm-hmm. And so everyone just kind of did their own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm very hands on. So I wonder if like some of them feel like they don't want to do the wrong thing because mm. like I'm so involved. Right. And they don't want to like F it up. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. It's possible. But yeah, I or tell them every day. Or they think that you're micromanaging them too much. Who the hell knows? No, I definitely don't do that. Okay. No, no, no. I hate when people do that to me. I don't do that to anybody else. Maybe you just shook up status quo. That's all. Even though yeah, they yeah. knew it was happening, it's still like a shock to the system. But maybe that will teach them not to print out directions to Samantha's party or a coupon to Dairy Queen. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, I guarantee yeah. you that's probably the only crap that's being printed out. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it's going well. Like, we're supposed to be having a meeting tomorrow because they want to put me on some, like, a path to corporate, basically. <gasps> oh. Yeah. So then I can be like, uh, what's her name? Jane from the office. Jan. That was her name. Mm. Get on the path to corporate. So maybe we'll see. So when you do this path to corporate, will you immediately be raising your hand during this and ask, is this the same as path to early retirement? Because if, <laughs> if it isn't, then I don't want to go to corporate. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's when you walk out of that meeting. <laughs> when they're like, well, not really. Okay, thank you. Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Some big mouth already basically told me like what the plan is. Um, cause they overheard it. And, uh, and I was laughing hysterically with some of the things that they want to do, but I'm, I'm not going to bore you with details because you won't know any of the people that I'm talking about. 
um, that they want to do regarding like your career pathway or just an overall view of what they want to happen? Not with my own personal path, um, but some of the moves that they're going to make to fill in my spot. Mm. And then gotcha. like, the, you know, obviously they got to move people around, right? So like if I move sure. up, somebody has to take my spot. Yeah. Right. Of course. And somebody has to take their spot. Somebody has to take their spot. Right. 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 Uh, so somebody like told me like the moves that they want to make. Uh-huh. And I'm like, they want to do what with who? Um, <laughs> after I was told the story, like I literally laughed the entire time the story was being told to me. Uh, and at the end, this guy's like, I haven't known you very long, but I've never heard you laugh so hard for so long. Uh, because it, it was that ridiculous of an idea. Wow. Okay. Like the people that want to place in like management positions that just aren't built for management, that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and look, I don't want to, I don't want to talk badly of the young. Um, but you know, the, the guy directly above me is very young. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he does his job very well. Don't get me wrong, but I think there's some things that he hasn't experienced personally directly, and so sometimes he comes up with these ideas, and I'm like, "What? Mm. Like, how could you possibly think this might work?" But okay, like whatever, right? Like, sure, sure. You're a corporate dude. You know what I mean? I'm not. So if you say so, I'll do. Yeah, one uh, of my. But that sounds like had- a terrible idea. One of my buddies had a similar situation where their boss started to throw out concepts that they never, ever talked about before. And it made Mm. my buddy be like, what book or podcast or like informational talk did you just sit through that all of a sudden you have all these like different concepts that you're trying to shoehorn it just because you read this book or watched something on YouTube? Yep. Yeah, I can see that. I know, I know what you're saying. I know yeah. exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. and again, I'm not saying I know everything. Okay. No. Uh, I mean, I've experienced a lot. I, mm-hmm. I always try to learn more. Okay, that's that's my attitude. So you know, I could be proven wrong. We'll see. Yeah, but you do have some good life experience. I guess. Yeah. We'll Whether see. you want to flaunt it or not, you do. We'll see. Ah, very uh, interesting. Yeah, we'll see how tomorrow goes. Anyways, let's uh, let's call it quits because uh, I gotta pee. Yeah, I have to hit the hay. Oh yeah, I gotta do that too. No, you'll watch a couple movies. Come on. No, I gotta, I gotta, you know, edit this podcast. What? Edit? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> edit. Uh, it'll take me all of thirty seconds. Don't you worry. <laughs> By edit, you mean add some show notes and a title? Dude, I don't even put music anymore. <laughs> oh, I know. I love it. I love it. I'm all about it. Uh, it's like whatever, bro. Like, yeah. no one's here for the music. You know what I mean? The Who cares about the music? The sync, and here we go. I mean, maybe Running Rob, Rob's here hours. for the music. Bye. Rob's, yeah, Rob's here for the music. Nobody else. Which I appreciate, right, Rob. Throwing it of out, course. but he, he also he also is here for your um, lovely uh, exit information. So proceed. Yes, 
Oh, I don't know if uh, if I talked about this. I, I bring it up all the time. I know Rob loves cults. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. For anybody that loves cults, uh, there's a uh, oh shit, I forgot the name of the show. So I'll talk about it next time. There's an awesome show on Netflix about oh. this like weird ass cult. Uh, well, I'll talk about it next time. Uh, yes, but I want to know about it because I love cults as well. Go go to YouTube and find the Vice YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, Vice subscribe. Check check their playlist. Okay. Vice has some really good stuff. The ones that I'm really digging lately, uh, they have a series on like drugs, which is really mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a series on uh, the new series that started up is on far right fascism. Well, not fascism, but like far right groups. Yeah. Um, and the latest one was about the uh, Nazis in Greece. That was mm. awesome. Okay. Uh, so check that out. And they also have a series on modern cults. Mm. And the latest one was uh, this this Korean like Christian cult. Uh, there's a lot of those, by the way. If you ever want to go down a rabbit hole, look. Just do a, a search for like Korean cults, and there's like a billion of them. <laughs> Uh, it's incredible the number of cults in, in, in Korea, in North Korea, or in South Korea, excuse me. Um, anyway, well, I mean, North Korea is a cult, but in South Korea. Uh, and I can't remember the name of the series, but just, just go on there and find, look through their playlist and look up the ones that have like culty sounding words. Um, and, and they're incredible. Vice has like one of the best YouTube channels for like long form content. Yeah, they're good. Um, which I love. Everyone's trying to get me to like try TikTok. I'm not fucking getting on TikTok, okay? Get Nobody asked me about TikTok, okay? My wife and my kids in particular all the time showing me TikToks. Ugh, no thank you. And I mean, I'll laugh, but they're like, but then they end with, well, you should get TikTok. No, I don't want TikTok. I don't want to watch three second videos. It's not fun <laughs> to me. Just watch it's it with not your fun. daughter. Yeah, exactly. Show, show me something you think is funny, but I ain't going on there. Right. That's all I'm going to say. There you uh, go. All right. We're going to wrap it up. Thank you for listening to the Nerd Legion Podcast with Nick Tiberius Wetmore. You can find him at Nick Wetmore on Twitter. You can send all your hate mail to hello at nerdlegion.com or you can directly send me your hate mail on Twitter at Geekvine. Uh, the show is at Nerd Legion. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you in the next one. Bye-bye.